Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fish in action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. Have, have you been up north of that beaver dam? Um, I don't want to name bodies of water, but the beaver dam you can see from Google Earth, the great big one that we trap up a little farther north than used to here. No. Because that's probably one of the biggest holes of water that would hold some big chunks. It'd be perfect. I hit it. Two years ago, and caught channel cat after channel cat. After <laughs> channel. So yeah. the, the all right, yeah. it's another thing, good spot for those. The yeah. thing with with uh, beaver dens or beaver dens, like beaver dams, where they create big pools and small creeks, the they do hold a lot of creek chubs. But the problem is they roll. Like if you wanted to hit it perfect, you would put a kayak or a small boat in and like troll for them. Yeah. But if you're gonna hit them from the bank, you got to be mobile. Yeah. Or like set you, a trap. Throw a trap in. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Pick them up later. Uh, when you say northeast of here, is that north of my grandpa's? Yeah. Okay. Same family. I know where you're talking Same. about. <laughs> Same you family. know exactly what Beaver Dam we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Then. Yes. Like I, I, I said, you, if you can see it from space, you know it's <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm not joking. There's four of us sitting here, and I guarantee all of us will fish the same spot. <laughs> and, and everybody talks about Century Farms. That's a Century Beaver Dam. It's been there for as long as I can I'd, ever I'd, remember. I'd say that's accurate. <laughs> no tannerite. Well, let's let's talk no, about. I'd like to. Let's they've talk tried. about fishing. I have something that you've probably never considered in your whole freaking life because I know I haven't, and I think about fishing a lot. <laughs> but Charles Lee, and he's got a pile of good questions. We're gonna touch on several of them during this podcast but he said given well i'll start it off with my own personal question have you ever caught a flathead without putting a hook into the flathead like lassoed it with the line? i mean anyway or anyway. just holding on to the bait or is that what you mean no whatever you no. want to extrapolate no from that question i mean i've tried <laughs> I feel like I, mean, I can't catch pod- him with a hook. I can't Close. catch him without a hook. Close. The last, the last podcast I told you about the time where I jumped out of the boat. This flathead was swimming up the. Uh, well, creek. you don't, don't, don't talk about like how you illegally captured a flathead. I'm talking I, about I, like no, happen. he tried, he tried, <laughs> and he did not try. successfully. He's a break horrible the law. poacher. Yeah. <laughs> a horrible poacher. 
No, no, I'm talking about how you've been fishing and then you land this flathead with a fishing rod. Just, just so we're on the same page, Jeremy, with a fishing rod, but it never had a hook actually in its flesh. Have, has that ever happened? Has that ever happened? Negative. To you? No. you? Negative. You? No. You? I have caught it where my hook wasn't in it. Oh. But. You hooked the fish. It ran into my line, sent my clicker off. Oh, yeah. And I reeled the fish in because it was wrapped in my yeah. line. That counts. Now, I think that counts. Yeah, Who's that count for that? Does it count for me or does I, it count for him? Because that's happened to me multiple times. Like, I shit you not, yeah. the, the craziest night of flyhead fishing I ever had in my whole life was with uh, Josh, who's Josh Pig Patrol, and then his buddy BJ in... We caught a pile of them anywhere like from eight, like eight, didn't you? No, we caught ten. Oh. Ten in a night. Ooh, well actually we caught night. nine before midnight. They left. I go to sleep. I I had the bad luck. Like they left and the fish were just freaking gone. But and I, and <laughs> and I only, Josh is laughing right now. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. Like <laughs> like I caught we caught nine and of those nine I caught one. But the <laughs> the other one, the one of discrepancy, was the biggest fish of the whole night. It was like thirty eight or thirty nine pounder. It ate my bait swam into bj's line my clicker never rolled yeah like he just swam to the side and then bj's clicker starts rolling he sets the hook fight this fish whatever lands it and then i i land it for him and i see my hook <laughs> in its jaw i'm like wait a minute you were using circles by the way cancel out that sponsor just said <laughs> your reminder <laughs> but uh as far as catching flatheads without actually having a hook in them, so you've had that one. I've had two or three. What back? I got one. Ryan Finally, and I were, yeah. I just remembered it. Yeah, actually, it was the hook was it was Ryan's hook in the fish's mouth, and my hook hooked his swivel, and I reeled it in. Okay, <laughs> and I reeled it in. So I'll get. So to yes, the, I forgot about that. So you've had it happen. You've had it happen. The one I'm going to bring up is different than what you guys were talking about, where I've had small flatheads eat a really large bait, and you never know they're on there, and you reel it in to check your bait, and there's a, a two-pound flathead with a nine-inch bluegill wedged in its mouth, and, <laughs> and with, with no hope. Her. Yeah, and he just, yeah, just won't her. let go, can't yeah. let go. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a musky. Yeah, like similar concept. <laughs> And you're just like, if you would have set the hook, you would have ripped it out of the bait and you never would have like landed that fish. And it kind of makes the guy wonder how many times you miss a fish and something like that. But Charles question is, how do you think things like that? Because you know, those fish aren't just eating your bait and sitting there with it wedged in their throat. They're eating other stuff and it's wedged in their throat. And I've had little flatheads in bait tanks. And I've seen them with, I mean, I had a six-inch flathead, and he had a four-inch quill back, like, wedged in his <laughs> in his mouth. And just for curiosity's sake, I let it ride yeah. just to see what would happen. Yeah. But what do you guys think as far as mortality rates with a fish that does that shit? Did it survive? Well, I'll, I don't want to ruin the surprise. I'll let you guys answer the question first. You know, but- nature is a cruel beast. So, things like that happen all the time. My there's, best... there's accidents for people, but we have more technology to overcome it. If a wild animal has an accident, they die. They die. Yeah. My best analogy is if you were a part of nature, you take the scariest movie with the scariest monster that you can imagine, that you're running from that monster to 
not die, and that's what it's like. That's six a.m. every single every day. day. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. is that like you wake taking? Up, the, you're like, oh shit. Is that like taking the warning labels off things? <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you do you think that the fish just has the capability to get that bait down and digest it properly anyway? All like right. once it's in the mouth, to to. Does the biology of that fish allow it to digest that food? I'll, I'll ruin the surprise. Um, that six-inch flathead with the four-inch quill back in its mouth, he, I just let it ride, and he slowly digested it like a freaking python and ate it there was a little bit. Or something. That would be no, my the, guess. The stomach acids yeah. dissolved it, and he would just slowly suck it down. And his gills were moving, you know, but sure. he yeah. wasn't sucking water in through the front. I'm assuming he was sucking water in through the back. What, we got gossip going on over there or some shit? <laughs> I, I think is they're going to make out. Did I'm I just, just, was me saying sucking? Is that what got you going over there? <laughs> he said sucking three times and I can't control myself. <laughs> I should call her. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I've only had two flatheads take the bait like that. It never ceases to amaze me the size of shit they'll eat. Yeah. I, I, but like you said, how many times have... Has your rod been acting funny, and who knows what's going on down there? I've had walleyes do that. Yeah, I've caught a walleye. I caught like an eighteen-inch walleye with you one I, time. I generally catch. It was on there for probably an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like, thought it was my bait. It's 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 one to three year that I'll catch while flathead fishing. I th- I think the thing that saved him is he was able to stay down low. But if they would have came up, I've seen plenty of fish. You know, walleyes are bass with another fish stuck in their mouth, and they're up on the top of the water. So they're not getting the proper oxygen or movement. Was that flathead able to move around freely and not, like, panicking with that quail well, back in the his The one mouth? in my tank. Yeah. He wasn't did. in current. He wasn't in, you know, being chased by something bigger than him. Yeah, he was you in know, a nice, had, safe environment. Yeah, he had all the advantages he could have. With air down low. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me think of the... You ever see the video of the flathead with the basketball shoved down his yes. mouth? Yeah. You ever wonder, did he eat that or did some asshole just shove that Some asshole, dude. Yeah. I don't know. If, no way. Flathead hit some big shit. They do, but it's, it's a basketball. Yeah. It's not like a Like a buoy on the water, you know? Yeah. It ain't going to come up and just... He doesn't know it's a basketball. He, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there, he's never seen one before. There, I've seen that basketball before. I ain't eaten that. He's never seen it before. But that's why Not they a million years he ever seen a basketball. But that's why so, he wouldn't So how did it. that perform in the water? It's probably bouncing around or something, and he... No way, man. Like, <laughs> that's why he didn't eat it. Like, he didn't eat it that's because he'd never think. seen a yeah. basketball before. I don't know. Why do you, do you think why it, do fish eat night crawlers? It's not like they're common sake. I bet they're more common than you think at certain times of year. After floods. Maybe and... maybe on the edges, but like out in the middle of a pond. How many night crawlers you got swimming around out in the middle of a pond? I bet you'd be you ever, I bet they one. Especially <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You ever walk around the woods at night after a fresh rain and notice how many night crawlers are crawling on the bank? Yeah. But like There's I said, that, they don't get out 
I mean, you ever look at a, a storm drain and see how many night crawlers get washed in a storm drain? That's true. And then you think about all them night crawlers on the bank after fresh rain. They'd make it to the water stream. That's true. And there's a reason channel cats concentrate, especially channel cats, all fish, but I mean, the ones that resonate the most with me, they concentrate around spots where water flows in after a big rain. I mean, you, the fishing conditions are trash usually after front rolls through, but... Charlie Channel Cat saves the day because you can freaking go to that little spot water's running in and just pound on them when you shouldn't be catching anything because the wa- like the air temp dropped 25 degrees and the water comes up four feet and they're freaking right there. Piled up. Yeah. Like, That's why I like watching Josh's videos because he's a night crawler freak, man. Yeah. And, and they well, don't, people they don't even to it. bite. They're just sitting there with their mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for it to filter feed so, through them. Oh, man. My dad's my dad always told me the best bait was like nine nineteen night crawlers on a freaking treble hook. Dude, if you wanted to catch flatheads, it'd be tough to beat a pile of night crawlers on a hook. The only Especially problem, in the spring. The only problem is the bycatch. Which yeah. it's a problem or it's a solution. You know, if you just want to go fish and catch fish, it's great. Sure. And then knowing that at any moment a forty pound flathead is gonna scoop up your wad of night crawlers is kinda cool, but I'm kind of jaded in the fact that I don't want to catch carp and drum and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Nightcrawlers are still our bait of choice on Lake Erie for walleye. Yeah, still, but... You know? And, well, I'm and that's not a natural bait out in Lake Erie. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, we talk about them inlets and how they, they the, the crawlers work, but eight miles offshore on Erie, there's probably no not way. very many nightcrawlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rocky bottom like that. No, there's no natural nightcrawlers that far out in Erie. I wonder if there's something in the water that looks similar to a nightcrawler or smells similar to a nightcrawler and doesn't even look like one that they're used to eating. Bleach? Maybe. That'd be the closest. I mean, Roughly, but what are you hooking that worm to? A blade. A spinner harness? A blade. Spinner harness with blades, but the funny thing is if you don't have a nightcrawler in there, you won't catch the fish just on the spinner itself. You know, you reel it in, man, there's nothing on this. You pull it in. Oh, there's no nightcrawler. Throw a nightcrawler in there, put it back out, you catch fish. Right. So um, you're right. I think the blade has a lot to do with the presentation and, them and attracting it for sure. But bringing them it, in the and then the nightcrawlers. It's, it's got to have it. It's got to be there. Right. I don't know what it is about it, but to go back to, is that a natural bait for the fish? No, not at all. They're not picking up nightcrawlers off the bottom of the lake. Well, well Lake Erie they are because they see 10,000 of them every <laughs> single day. Right. right. <laughs> like, oh, that one's going 1.5. I can catch that one. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an eight-pound weight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it, if you guys use nightcrawlers, even for catfish, the, the best spot to go get them is just golf course fairways. That is nice, tough to beat. Nice yeah. irrigated turf, and the and the nice thing is the grass is so <coughs> short, right? So it's getting mowed at three quarters of an inch, or maybe a little bit lower. And the night crawlers are just right on top. You can see them. Yeah. You're not hunting for them, and you just get down on your hands and knees and start crawling around, and you can have as many as you want. Well, really fast. Me and me know. and Jay, they always, I sometimes go, but they always go to Lake Erie every year. Right. So the, the weekend before, me and Jay go out to our local golf course and get 10 dozen night, night crawlers. You know how many how long it takes me and Jay to get 10 dozen night crawlers? Good. Yeah, oh. it's that fast. Eight minutes. And, you're and they're, big, like they're bigger than the ones you can buy at the store because yep. they're nice, great, big, long, juicy, mature, 
Nightcrawlers. I'd get Kenobi. I'd get Farm called Raiders. in if I'm walking around on a golf course it's with a headlamp on. Public course. Yeah, it's public course. So I used to own oh. it. So I owned it for four years, and I always joked I should have called that golf course Raccoon Valley Golf Course and Bait. <laughs> <laughs> I might have made more money on the Nightcrawlers than I did the, than I did the golf. You probably you probably could have. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I need to introduce everyone before we get too far. We got Jay Goffner. We got. I'm a regular. Everybody you, knows me. You you have been. We got Joby. We got Jeremy. So we got. J. 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 Triple J. Triple J. The triple threat. Yeah, we got Ryan, the flyhead assassin. And I have two F-bombs to re-race already. Yes, you do. And you'll miss... I'm real proud of myself. You'll get one of them. (laughs) (laughs) And then then my... I'm here, Spencer. I got a question for you to lead in to some good conversation following that introduction. But, well, actually, I'll be interested to see how this plays out because you guys are in a fairly unpopulated area but how do you feel about combat fishing like shoulder to shoulder fishing Ooh. walleye fishing that's, that's what I, that's the first thing i think of. that's the first thing Around i think of yep. walleye fishing yep. I would agree with that because when you're in Erie, you can almost be dodging traffic, and you're you're thinking about a lake you're that is big as it is. See, I, I and can't... you've got to dodge boats as you're trolling for a walleye. That to me is about as combat as it comes. Right I, here, I can't. If there's somebody that. there, I'll just go somewhere else. Sure, sure. So, I can see what you're talking. Or about. Or figure out who they are and go fish with them for a little bit. So <laughs> throw them a beer. Right, yeah. exactly. And then, yeah. and then there's Joby and I. We fish the river around here. You Which come this... up on me. They we're hold fishing. hands. We'll hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, I heard you were catching fish here. I'm going to catch them. Yeah, we're catching you. something. Yep. <laughs> yep. Might be gonorrhea. Which, which, <laughs> which, around here, we don't have that problem. But when I went over to, I've had to battle with the locals. Like, as soon well, as they seen an out-of-county plate, they will, I mean. Dude, just you, think of when we were in high school. If somebody came to our square that wasn't from Jefferson would beat their ass <laughs> thing on a goddamn river. So agree. that's the reason I brought it up is because I didn't know how much like experience you'd had with that where you're cuz on those bigger waterways with a lot more people in more populated areas like shoulder shoulder is no exaggeration. No. You know, cuz people say oh it's shoulder shoulder and then you go there and you're like there's four there's four freaking yeah. people there, you know. <laughs> and it's this giant ass river and they're like, "Well, there's somebody on my side of the river." <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm talking like real stuff, like early spring walleyes where there's nothing biting, so anybody who wants to fish at all is blow these spillways and it's yes. right next to each other like that shit. If you're for me, if you're in the right mindset, it's fine. Yeah, but if, if you, you could laugh off, just don't mishaps, cross my line. Because there's gonna be missing. It's all about my expectations of the trip. Like if I'm expecting it to be that way, it's fine. If I'm expecting to be by myself and there's a dozen people there, I'm like, I zigged. Right. Yeah. I zigged when I should have zigged. Exactly. You, you nailed it, Spencer. It's below the spillways. Like it, when I would go to. And fish Quit there. Quit saying names, douche. You're making yeah. my job hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. He, he only gets about half of them. So. <laughs> but fishing fishing along the bank of there, like there's plenty of stretch of river. Like you don't have to come within but arm's you, reach. But you kind of do because like you have the A spots yes. and then it goes from A to like. Hey, you should have like, showed up earlier than me. That's fair point. But the reality, like. The thing is, there's only so many places that have fish. If I show up there, 
I'm going to make friends with somebody. <laughs> I'm going to be real. He's going to be like, look, Big Bird. Cast, right? <laughs> See, I would be the opposite. I'd probably make enemies because your first cast down there is when you're off. You don't have it dialed in. And so I'd probably get down shoulder to shoulder and then cross that guy's line. You'd be, oh, sorry about that. Let me get on the other side of you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Making enemies making right enemies. away. You're like, get this guy out of here. That'd be me. That's right how there. you leapfrog like, no. to the A spot. You <laughs> cast over You cross my line. Yeah. You cross my line. I'm sorry. I'll just go on the other side. Of you. Well, you do that four times. You're in you're the, in the spot. prime spot. Because <laughs> eventually somebody's gonna leave, yeah. <laughs> or somebody's and falling sla- in the water and slash your tires on the way yeah. out. That'd be my luck. So no, three I, ounce I'm not, weight with a trouble. I'm not combat fishing shoulder to shoulder. I just won't do it. I'm just yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. No. My favorite story with the old combat fishing, it wasn't even real combat fishing. There was I, two of you. There <laughs> Is was. that the one you're yes, talking about? Yes. Yeah. Um, there was there's a spillway, and there was a pile of people there, and that's where I was originally going to go, and there was a pile of people. I could have made friends. I decided I didn't want to deal with that. So there's there's a, a good it's hole. It's hard for Spencer to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a good hole downriver, which when the water's dropping, which it was – the dam can still be good, but then so can that first hole downstream because those fish are at that dam, and then they the water drops and they slide downriver. Well, there was some old or boy. there's 82 people there, and they're like, I'm out. No, I mean that could play a factor in too, <laughs> but uh, I I go downriver to this first first hole, and there's a guy there, and he's this old dude with his creole, and he's got these waiters that are older than I am, and. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint you a picture. I'm not talking shit. Yeah. Okay. And now I, commence talking shit. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm going to talk reality. Okay. This is what happened already. <laughs> I walk down to the water. This guy's cast and and I say, Hey man, I think communication is important in these situations. So I always try to, you know, talk to the person first to get a feel of where they're Excuse at. Excuse me, douchebag. <laughs> right. He was there first, you know. Like I can't, I can't be. He beat me to it. So me more power to him. Done. And I say, do you mind if I make a few casts downriver from you? And he says, I don't like it when somebody's fishing within a mile of me. <laughs> A mile? A mile. That's <laughs> turn ver- turn around and walk away. Verbatim, uh, that is what he said. Like I'm not extrapolating. So I peed on him. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, beat that seven year old dude's ass. At the same time, have you not been able to relate? Have you never? Have you not been able to relate to that? Like somebody's not on. Next to you? If, All right, if you, you're asking nicely, Jeremy. Jeremy, honestly, you don't know me that well. I don't give a shit. Like, either. if somebody wants to sit on my shoulders and cast, like, more power to you. <laughs> I Just would don't if I knew mess up my cast. Yeah, <laughs> like, as, as long as I can cast a bait in the water, I really don't care. Not everyone feels that way, though, and I'm also open to that concept, too. He said that. And I just kind of giggled a little bit because it, it caught me off guard. And then <laughs> from that generation, that seems quite counterintuitive to the message they're trying to promote to the general society where, you know, like, these young people are doing everything wrong and are assholes. And I'm like, well, you're kind of an asshole, but I'm going to leave. But you asked nicely. I did. I asked nicely. Asked nicely. He told me how he thought about it. I thought it was a ridiculous thing. At least he state. was honest. You yeah. know where this plays out the most is ice fishing. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Those freaking towns well, on the freaking he, ice. Here's a That's new question true. for you. I want to hear your thoughts. Who are the touchiest anglers? 
groups of anglers about getting too close. Ice fishermen. Ice fishermen, hands yeah. down. More than more than the walleye. Yes, guy? I would, say, I would so. say so. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. But coming back to that combat fishing, it. De- I'm kind of like that old man. Like yeah. if it's somebody that's You're my like, age or yeah, older, yeah, back. get out of here. <laughs> but if he's got a kid or something with him, like I'll. Yeah, come over here. I'm catching that, a couple, a you know, and then I'll literally probably stop fishing but, just to watch that kid try to catch. But yeah, this right. wasn't a secluded area. No, this was it, a very public. There was a parking lot spot. fifty yards away. Yes, and I could have been a dick and just f- fish next to him, but I took the high road and did not. That, I don't need a pat on boy. the back, Good but for you, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have let's all, on. Let's all give him a pat on the back. Yeah, <laughs> the guy could probably first time for everything. The guy <laughs> might have hopped out of his wheelchair, you know, to to get to this spot. For all I know, <laughs> did you say he was out in his waders in the in the water? So he didn't want nobody in that area, dude. Everybody was waiting. You yeah. know, the the area was close to my house. It's the type of area where. Waiters kind of allow you the op- option to, you know, present a bait in different ways and and piss everybody else and off get closer to that spot yeah. instead yeah. of casting from the bank. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so if you don't have down. waiters in those types of areas, you're kind of an idiot. That's why I, when the first time me and you met, what I was you wearing waiters. waiters. <laughs> but you're still an idiot. That yeah. just oh come on! What's you- <laughs> <laughs> the deal with the the trapping? Like you, I hear. I never hear a fisherman bitch like, oh, I'm not making as much money fishing. Maybe I'll just quit. <laughs> but that's like a thing with trappers. Like Trapping. Prices it's are down. Of, it's a lot of work. Like flathead fishing, it is, is it? It is a lot of work. No, I would say trapping's way more work because you got to do preseason work, during season work, postseason work. Every day. I mean, every morning. Yes. Every morning at 4.30, my alarm goes off. Mm-hmm. If I want to or not, I'm out Do you of think bed. it's more work, or do you think it's the grind that gets you? It's both. And these two are grinders. And, these two are trappers. And you catch yeah. something if you decide to harvest. The work has just begun. Two of the, the best fun's trappers. Over. The fun's yeah. over, and the work begins. Yep. You got, you know, I get off work. Let's say I'm... I go wake up in the morning, 4.30, run till 7, work from 7 to 6. Then I've got four hours of skinning and freezing. And then I got carcasses to, to dispose of. Then I have, you know, all this yep. crap. And then, and then I've got sucks. fur to put up. Or, you know, I yeah. we put it all up. So then back at my place, I'm fleshing, stretching, mm-hmm. drying, all that. Except for this year. This this year, good story. We uh, Since the prices were so bad, we decided, hey, Let's just keep her for a year. We'll sell the otter. We'll sell the beaver. But we're not going to give these coon and coyote away. Just storm a year. Maybe the market will get better next year. <laughs> if they do, so be it. And if not, eh, whatever. What are we out? It, Nothing, it right? It did not get better. So I had him in the freezer. My wife <coughs> goes, I think there's a dead mouse in the garage. Hmm. So I roamed around. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's no. that smell? And I walked over by the freezer, and I was like, no. And I cracked it open. I about fell over. (laughs) Freezer quit in the middle of the summertime. And I had that thing clear full to the top. And when I opened it up, I could tell the fur had sunk about a foot. Gross. It was was completely full. It melted. Not only gross, but there goes two grand. 
Uh, it, I mean, it was gone. Yeah. Everything. It wasn't that yeah. much, probably. It was at least or so bad. At least maybe, forty-five, five hundred bucks yeah. tops. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm like, but well, on now, a normal year, yes. But well, now, now it gets worse. I got to get rid of it, right? So I waited till the night before trash day and got my contractor bags, and I'm like, here we go. Cracked her open to start start scooping up into these contractor bags and hauling them to the curb. And my daughter woke up, and she was like, what is that smell? And I told her what was going on, go back to bed. And she goes, Dad, the cat's throwing up. Like, the smell was so bad, my cat was puking in the living room. And I guarantee neighbors are probably waking up. I'm dragging these bags There's out. There's not too many things you could say that explains how bad it was. This was other than the, 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 cow the, the, cow the, no, the bottom of this freezer was like I called it fur soup. It was soupy. Time out. It was soup. Why didn't you just throw the freaking the whole thing, thing away? So it gets worse. So anyway, I'm the like, this freeze. is the only way I'm gonna get rid of it. So I get it all bagged up, off it goes. You know, thank God. And the garbage man, he blew one bag open. He loaded it, so it was all over my concrete. So I had to go hose that down. <laughs> I mean, it was just a disaster. So anyway, I got this freezer. It don't work. I duct taped it shut, and I run self-tapping screws, and I screwed it shut. And then um, I called the junk guy to come pick yeah, it up. Yeah. And so he come picked it up, hauled it off. And I told him, well, don't open it. I told him what happened. And he goes, oh, but it's empty? And I said, well, yeah, it's empty. I got to get rid of it. And he goes, oh, normally we just take them full. Son of a... <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yep. He would have taken it clear full. Where was, was, where was your partner in all this? You had I to do it all by no, yourself? I, I'm not. Giggling. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that mean. Yeah. You should have just called me. I would have said straight, apparently. <laughs> Ooh, catfish, babe. Uh, yeah, yeah. It would have... It would have killed catfish if we, that went into the water Dude, it, it was makes, terrible it makes me feel better about i had a hundred baits die after we moved to our new place and i think it's the water from yeah. the city like they're they must the chlorine treat, level was high or something chlorine maybe. or chloramine or right, they, they're right. treating it with something different but i had a hundred baits die in my garage that i i love yeah like it is Been there. well you've seen it now like yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah, badass yeah. garage yeah. it smelled terrible mm-hmm. and my wife was not impressed either as you can imagine yeah that no but, that's that's, but that's just is. like a drop in the bucket compared to what you oh I, I like i told ryan i said i'll take the skunk smell skunks are fine i'm not even worried about skunk this was skunks, 10 times worse skunks, skunks. almost you could almost argue that skunks don't even stink like skunks are just they powerful. Me. They're it's powerful. Like, but it's just a powerful scent. No, they're fine. But you remember the first year we went to Texas, and I had a carcass pile out here that was frozen. Oh yeah. And then we got back from Texas, and it was no longer frozen. <laughs> it was that smell, but in a confined area. <laughs> can't even, it can't smell any worse than my feet right now. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it's yeah. your oh, feet. No. Yeah. You're the guy. Yeah. I'm that guy. Well, you actually work for a living. I just screw <laughs> off. So, like, feet you ha- smell can be bad. Too. You have like legit reasons for your I'm, feet. I'm over here cur- curl my toes because I can smell it. <laughs> all right, I here's so you guys have all heard the news about the walleye thing. Of course. So oh, I'm a, that's funny. Trish just yeah, sent she t- me the she message. messaged oh, me too. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal with that. We I'm gonna gonna say let's just say one sentence. You get one sentence, and then it's over. You can't bring it up again. If you bring it up, I'm going to throw a beer can at your head. Because <laughs> you've full heard one. enough about it. May or may this. not right. be full. Yeah. Yeah. One <laughs> sentence. One sentence about it. Do we have to do it now? Can no. We the like, whole podcast? Like, <laughs> I would like to defer to the third period. Yeah. 
<laughs> How many times can I say and? <laughs> <laughs> Once. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> You're the walleye guy, Joby. I'll let you start it off. Unless I, you want I to got one to word just absurd to be honest with you like i was disappointed well just watching those clips because that's 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 more in a sentence but i'll allow it yeah i i see this isn't gonna play out very well right (laughs) Right, it's just it's just something that you wouldn't think out of them kind of guys to be honest with you well it's not like you know them. no but it's putting weights in a fish and the funny thing was they didn't need as much weight as right. they needed. They That's why they got and that, Yeah, like it was almost double the weight of the fish. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> I'll go. I, I think it's freaking ridiculous that, granted, it's a big chunk of money, but it's not that big of a chunk of money to ruin your entire future within the fishing industry. And any, like... Like you have no respect anymore. Yeah. Like you, even if these were guys that were questioned for their morals, questioned for whether they were actually doing it the right way, they pass polygraph tests. Mm-hmm. What? Can, can I take Jeremy's comment on this again? Yeah, you can. <laughs> the the uh, work. Well, let me let me finish. They pass polygraph tests. They got the green light. They were, I mean, obviously or not obviously at this point in time, you can just assume any discrepancies were actually cheating. But they, they pretty much destroyed any future they have to, to do the things that yes. they enjoy. Because yep. they must love it to, in order to put the time, money, and effort into it that they did. And they don't get to do that anymore. And not, not to mention their sponsors. But that's, I mean, that's honestly just a drop in the bucket compared to missing out on the entire experience. They're losing out on all that now. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so you lose the sponsors, you lose that money, but you don't even get to compete. Nobody will let you compete no more. Nope. And, no. I, and, and, I, and now you got a felony? Well, that's... Maybe. That's, that's it like, should be. Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Like with all the, the publicity they've had, they're going to get dinged hard. Yeah. They're going to be... I'm, they'll I'm, be the oh, example. It's, yeah, it's, I bet they'll be an example. And, and honestly, somebody should be. Because that shit happens everywhere. Yes. All right, here's, and, here's my comment. Okay, Jeremy. I'm going to bring you to one statement that Jay Goffner says more than anybody I've ever met. The only right way is the right way. If it's right, it's right. Yeah. Yep. The right thing is always the right thing. Holy shit. The right shit. thing is always the Jeremy right thing. Jeremy screwed that so down. We're breaking shit around <laughs> here. So while you guys are fixing everything, kind of my thoughts on the whole thing. Um Whenever, so there's always been cheating involved in any type of competition, competition sport. Like yes. it happens, right? Like you can get disqualified for, uh, I don't know, an illegal motor in a race or whatever. Can, can it, I interject? Maybe, I no, hang, hang on. I want, I, uh, but not like, even interject, I guess. But there's cheating comment. that goes on in Inject. Um, <laughs> competition coon hunting. There's Every cheating sport. that goes yes. on. There's Every cheating sport. that goes on GPS in GPS collars and dog shows. Now. I don't care what it is. Yeah. There's always something, right? So, why did this go so viral and so quick? Question. To make a is, point is because isn't there? Li- there was some entertainment value in the way it went down because the cheaters got caught. 
and they got caught in the act. They got caught red-handed. And how many times in whatever sport, competitively, that you you like, whether it's racing or dog shows or other hunts or bird hunt, I don't care what it is, right? And and you know that somebody cheated you, but you couldn't prove it. You just had a feeling like, gosh, dang it. But here these guys caught caught red-handed. There's no denying it. There it is, and there's that entertainment value in catching somebody being a cheater. And that's when that mob went after those guys. Like, I don't know how they got out of the If there wasn't police on hand, those guys wouldn't have left without a broken nose, right? right? But to me, that's why it went viral. It It was the passion in the mob knowing that those guys cheated those guys, and it wasn't their first time. And, and and you can tell by the audio, um, you know, guys are like, no freaking way. Don't have to bleep that out. Um, <laughs> they did not say freaking. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> but but they, you could just tell there was there was doubt in the crowd. And when they were called out, they're like, there you go. Like, they, they knew it. And yeah. they were like, we're caught. And that's when everybody really so came you, up. You so you don't mean doubt. You mean like. They they knew they, they knew just they, yeah. absolutely and they knew they'd been getting away with it yeah. forever and they finally had them and, and and they had them good you know so that to me it, the reason it went so viral was that entertainment value if you knew nothing about fishing right you could watch that video and go oh that was entertainment Did you see them guys cheat but like well, but like where's the entertainment value in a guy getting disqualified for uh, an illegal motor or something like that and well you guys got disqualified and. Is there any entertainment value to go viral? Oh, did you see that guy got well, caught just, cheating in a race? Just Nobody to, cares. Just to add to what Nobody you're cares. saying, is it was covered by the freaking New York Times. Exactly. Like that's, yeah. and I think you nailed the reason why the the video itself of people going ape shit over it. And mm-hmm. I, I I've gotten a few texts and a few texts from people who don't even fish. Same here. Same and here. And they yeah. they say they're surprised by the, all of that. But the only thing I can say is. You think of all these guys, like walleye tournaments are one thing, bass tournaments are a different critter, where you can make not just a living, but extremely lucrative living. Yes, if sure. you're a t- if yes. you're top 50 on the Bass Masters. And they've won that tournament for how many years in a row? They said well, they had like, like we'll get to that here in a sec, but, or something like that. Well, well the, sure, if you cheat, you can pull that off, but like, <laughs> like Bass Master guys, top 50. Top fifty, they're making a pretty solid living. A living, yes. Within the time frame, they are top fifty. You drop out of that, and right, you then know, you're living off spam and eggs. You're yeah. living off breadcrumbs. <laughs> but spam. with the I like spam and eggs. <laughs> but with the walleye thing, these guys are devoting so much time. Every tournament angler does that, but their own personal money with little in return, comparatively speaking to like bass. Yes, just where, to make that top but no it, most of the guys who fish the walleye tournaments they're not even doing it to make a living they're doing it to win so right, they can have right. the clout you know where and we got old joby over here ready to talk he's about ready he's to, he's about to lose his mind he's already <laughs> used the sentence yeah <laughs> we'll let it slide but, but you have to talk about this this was probably the biggest I, fishing story my, that you're my hear problem with so talk getting talk too deep it. into this is like i'm sick of hearing yeah i agree to that i, I agree, yeah. agree to that too yeah but, but getting to Jay's point, like the racing and the coon hunting, the purse ain't as big. Like that walleye thing was huge. But it's you not know, huge. That's a, forty thousand, I think, for 30. top prize. That's a that's that. a lot of money from oh. them other guys that are in that tournament. And there's a lot of guys, you know, like me and Dawson, that would have a a lot less money into a boat and fishing gear. And then you see these guys with a twenty four footer with a you know ninety the, horsepower you know the motor. The funny thing is, last time me and Jay fished, 
fished Lake Erie, we had a bigger bag than they did. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the thing that got me out of all of it is I seen clips is the guys in the boat were bragging like, oh, I'm confident in our fishing. We're going to win this tournament. And then. Right, right. You know, well, yeah, it's all, whatever. It's all right. over everything. All right, Ryan. Ryan, then Jeremy can say his thing and then we'll right. move it on. Yeah, I'm over it. Uh, but, right. uh, yeah, I'm over it. But uh, anytime you have competition, you're going to have somebody who does not have the mortal fortitude that. All of us do. Yeah. They're going to look for an edge, and they're going to – those are the first guys that are going to brag when they beat you in a foul way. Mm-hmm. And I just like to punch them in the face. Sure. So I, some somebody on our, our uh, River Certified group – Somebody? Like <laughs> yeah. half a dozen, a dozen people. Wanted, wanted us to go takedowns. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that post. I loved it, too. So – if you douchebags are listening, no. I am I am considering. No, I'm not. Like, like I will fly I've, to you. I've seen, I'll, I'll put money in on it. I've seen these I'll guys. I'm not the world's biggest, baddest son of a bitch, but I'd like a little more challenge. Me? <laughs> I'm not the world's baddest, obviously, like, uh, but I, I would like love Jeremy's, to be there to see it. Jeremy's pretty soft, and I'd but rather you know, wrestle. When you, when, you put, <laughs> we'll when you put someone in a front headlock, and they kind of... I'd like to see them. Well, that's a rewarding feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You go sit in the middle of the woods and not be scared of like the boogeyman or some shit like that. And the reality is, I'm not scared. I am the boogeyman. Yeah. I got to deal with Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody asked you to leave, Jeremy. I'm uh, I'm glad he did. His feet stink, dude. (laughs) I ain't scared of no boogeyman. The The only thing I'm scared of is other people. Yes. Absolutely right. So who, that answers the question for me, but what would you rather deal with? Like ghosts or crackheads? Ghosts. By ghosts. Far. Ghosts no. by far. Yeah. No. Yeah. No you can reason with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> At least the ghost that's in Say bye, bud. Grab a beer. Yeah. Uh-huh. You ever yeah. had any run-ins with anybody on the river? Uh, not fishing. Coon hunting? Yes. The river. Wait, I think you now. told us about the coon hunting one yeah, where you were like yeah. in the middle of a section or ran into people. In the dead of winter time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I ran into crackhead there. He was fine, but I mean. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't feel threatened or, you know, anything like that. You were but. both shook. Yeah. I mean, it was one o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> I was like, what are you doing out here? But yeah, we told And he's that like, what are you doing out here? Yeah. 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 He had, a, <laughs> yeah, he had a cooler and a lawn chair in the dead of winter time and one o'clock in the morning. He said he was camping. He wasn't camping. Do you do you remember the guy leaning against the bridge pylon when we were downtown? Yeah. Yeah. That was creepy as shit. Like And we're talking we get yelled at by homeless people on the regular. Yeah. In some portions. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this the, dude He was he was wearing this long ass trench coat that went almost down to his feet and he was a great big son of a bitch. Like there was you're a lot big, of leather. He made you look tiny. <laughs> he he made me look like minuscule, you know? Like, <laughs> And he was leaning against this fence or the fence, this bridge pylon, and just stared at us. He was for, thinking Ryan was cute. Probably. It, looked, it looked like Undertaker from WWE. It did. Holy <laughs> cow! Really? That's exactly oh. what it looked like. I, 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 I would have been out. I will but guarantee this, you, sitting there thinking, both these boys do squats. <laughs> How long is he watching you then? Like forty-five minutes to an hour. <laughs> I don't know what's more ridiculous that he lo- watched us for that long, or we just stayed put. 
Yeah. Like, there, there's like, a shot at a flathead right now. Like, I lost interest, but he did not. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, back to fishing. Want a beer? <laughs> but that stuff uh, creeps, creeps me out. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll sleep in the middle of nowhere like a baby. Yes. Like, there'll be a mountain lion looking over the top of me, wondering <laughs> what I am, laying on my cot in the middle of nowhere. I don't give a shit. But if, it, like, some crackhead's staring at me, then it's, I'm nervous. It's weird you say yeah. that, because every time I sleep on a cot on a sandbar, I think about that. There's a mountain lion or a coyote. Stand I don't give a shit about a <laughs> coyote. <laughs> what, what do you do? Apparently, a coyote will smell your feet and run the other way. So I think you're okay. <laughs> Agree to that. Fair, fair, fair. fair. <laughs> Because Defense I, mechanism. Well, I th- for me, I'm very comfortable outside. I can sleep outside, yeah. no problem. Yep. I can be in the woods in the middle of the night, whether it's fishing, coon hunting, don't care. I'm sure. very comfortable. Yeah. I've never felt like I'm in danger or feel threatened. Mm-hmm. I'm more course, stressed I've out. Got a, in I've a got a gun with jam. me more than I don't. Right. But, no, we're yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be threatened either. In a, in a traffic jam, I'm way more stressed out than I am in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, Will Smith died in a traffic jam. Not the Will Smith you're thinking of. <laughs> the like, d- did I miss? I don't watch the news. Yeah, Maybe like, it did happen, but I don't he know. He just slapped Chris Rock. He didn't. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. That was another viral video. Different Will Smith. This is, he played right. DN for the Saints. Fair enough. Oh. Yeah. I like how you guys stood your ground, though. Because if, if it was me by myself, solo, I would have been... It wasn't, sketched out and gone. It wasn't we stood our ground. It was like we got baits in the water. Yeah. And we were there with a purpose. Yeah. Right. He was there for some other purpose. Luckily, yeah. our purpose waiting, is waiting for you guys. Glutes. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting for you guys Glutes. to leave so we can grab something to go sell. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it, I still like it, our odds. He was, I don't give a shit who it is or how cracked out they are. Between me and Spencer, we could probably get the job. Like I said, but we're, we're not the biggest, baddest sons of bitches in the world, but. I, I I think we'll we'll do okay. Have you had any that we haven't been fishing together? Not really, but yeah. I hang out with a lot of shady people anyway, so yeah. I'm kind of used to it. Obviously, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I'm sitting next to one. <laughs> um, I got well, shot at. I'm one glad night. you pointed towards Jay. I got shot at one night. <laughs> Time out. Time out. That's, that's the worst. Hold on. You so got we, shot. Yeah, at. we like, got I've, shot at. I've had guns pointed at me for have reasons we won't talk about, but. <laughs> I didn't know she was married. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never been shot at. Well, yeah, we, we were uh, in a competition hunt. We had four of us. And the dogs ended up crossing road, went onto ground we didn't have permission on, which is legal to go get your dog in Iowa. We have sure. a right to retrieve law. Yep. So we were in there, and you got to wait for dogs to get treed before you can catch them. And somebody from, quick. From, the, <laughs> from the house in the woods came out to the deck and was shooting. And was shooting in our direction to where you could actually hear, you know, the bullets whizzing, you know, hitting some branches and and whizzing. Been there. And so the the guide in our cast said, well, we can't be here. We're supposed to be over here. And so, um, and then I think it was him or maybe it was the judge. But anyway, we called the sheriff. And sheriff actually came out, and the sheriff went up to the house and said something like, "Hey, you can't like, do that. They've got people out there's there. permission to do that." But <laughs> you yeah, are shooting. We at were people. shot at because they apparently thought we were trespassing, which you still can't shoot at somebody for not trespassing. Here. Not no, here. not at all. Not not, not out in Texas. There. No. Yeah. So, but that yeah that 
that's the only time I've actually been shot at. I wasn't fishing. It was still an outdoor related mm-hmm. activity, obviously. But, but, and then I had a gun drawn on me one time because I had permission to be on the ground and went down there to go hunt and we're getting our dogs out ready to go. And the guy come flying down the hill and pulled the gun on us and, um, and said I was trespassing. And then when I reminded him that I would talked to his wife and dropped off deer meat for him and everything, he was like, Oh, Oh yeah, I think I do remember that. And put his gun away. And let it, you know, like, and I've never been back there since. Dude, I, I, so. I have a story that kind of resonates in the same <laughs> vein, but not as extreme. There was a, well, he'd still let me go. I think, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but I, I, no, me and you weren't fish fishing at this time. I was by myself. I went. Th- That's the only one that we got warned at, at that you already had permission. <laughs> was that he left? A you note were there on your truck. You were there for yeah. that. Okay, make sure you bleep that out. But uh, we we go fishing. He doesn't I, listen. Was a P fifty eight? No. <laughs> no, I'm talking the location. Yeah. Yeah. But we we go down. We go fishing, and on the way back, I don't remember if we saw lights or anything. Maybe we heard something. I don't remember. I don't think I don't we think did. So. No. Get back to my vehicle, and I didn't lock it because we're on private property and. There's literally nothing. If you want to steal my registration out of it, go for it. <laughs> There's nothing else in there. And <clears throat> I open up the vehicle, and I think on the seat, or I don't remember. I think it was the seat, not the windshield. There was a letter. or he Somebody had pulled my registration out and wrote on it with a pen, don't come back. And then I go to the owner and tell him what happened, and he goes, that was me. I've fished there for like three freaking years. <laughs> Same vehicle. He's Same always vehicle. Had. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. And he just must have forgot. It's an, it's an older gentleman that has yeah. a very nice property. Right. So I'm sure he's used to people going down there. I feel like I know who it is already. You might. Yeah. Wow. I oh, know I do. Yeah. Who is it? Mm-hmm. Ryan will bleep it out. You're wrong. Wrong. Oh. Yep. Ouch. Way to go, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a lot of ground down there. I got so much editing to do. Yeah, you do. This will be a fun one. Well, the- how, do you, how do you feel about fish handling? And when I think of fish handling in the United States and how people perceive things, I'm talking about like weighing a fish that you plan on releasing. Like from the catch to the release. What's the protocol? To it. And weighing is the big thing. You know, yeah. like, I mean, musky anglers get worked up over how you support the fish for photos or support the fish when you're carrying it around, you leave it in the net, blah, 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 blah. Other, other fish species anglers don't seem to get as too uptight about different things or whatnot. But let's just assume we're not talking about muskies. Let's talk about something different. What do you think is best practice? For well, your walleye guy. Let's let's say walleyes. What's best practice for walleye? How should you support this walleye? How should you hold it for a picture? How should you weigh it? What's what's the best things to do with that, Joby? I I'm not particular on weighing or anything so much, but I I like to be able to get a picture quick and get it back to the water. I've seen way too many fishermen that have a fish in a boat that's just laying there. And they're waiting and waiting and waiting to get pictures or weigh it or anything. So time, yes, time, hundred percent, right? How long can you hold your breath? At least a minute and a half. <laughs> and go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've got a timer. Right? <laughs> yeah, because I was. I, I'm ta- I'm a gambling man. I'm taking the under. <laughs> and if oh. if you got a minute and a half, we're not wrestling. How much money are we putting on it? I got twenty bucks. Oh, that ain't enough. Yeah, for him to pass out because he'll yeah. he'll hold it till he passes I, I out. I will pass he's, out. He's meat headed just what enough. <laughs> you want, what do you want? Two to one odds or something? Or? <laughs> I'd probably do it for one hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> for a minute and a half. For a minute and a half. That's a ripoff. I don't think he can do it. Let me think about like this. Like I'd a have ninety seconds. Someone is would a have to plug time. your nose. Just so we know, I'm talking to like the gambling of the gambling man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm considering. That this. sounds like, like a good. We challenge. have the poker player compensate. You got to have your nose plugged. Yeah. Some way so you can't sneak a little breath in. Yeah. Well, we- you know, you guys know, I ain't gonna cheat. Can we do it? <laughs> like, I can, can we do this you and can't then put we wrestle? Weights in your nostrils. That actually blocks the no, offer no, flow. So that would we're, that would benefit me, we're not done you. With that. We can't talk about that. <laughs> I I've held my breath for a minute, many times. Fifty recently, 50%. when you were sixteen, maybe. Dude, like I, I I walked two hundred feet on my hands today during a workout. You know, and then oh, now pull the muscle in his back. <laughs> no, no. Well, done. That doesn't affect done. your cardio. Sorry. All right, I'll still I, do it, but all right, it's on. I think I think for it's entertainment on. value, I it's think on. for ninety seconds, we're we're gonna we're gonna take the bet. One hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, we're gonna take the bet. This is this is this just, is good. Just, we won't do it on air here. Yeah, I got. When we're yes, done, we I gotta like calm down. Yes, yeah. we will. No, we can't. We can't. Why not? A, if Spencer passes out, we can still podcast. We can't have a minute and a half dead air time while he's sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a four year old that doesn't get his doesn't get his bag of candy at the grocery store. <laughs> I'm sure Jay would get plenty of good commentary. I'm not like a great editor, I, no, but I that's it. not going to bring in views. There oh, there's, we got, we there's got money it. going we down got, on the oh, table. This is legit. Now. So there's 140. I got 150 right there. So there you go. And somebody else can do the uh, the old stopwatch here. Is it, are, are we going to do this hey. now or are we going to wait? You're you're the editor. Now we'll wait. Just go. go. Just go? Do, yeah. I got stopwatch. I feel like I should take this out. Yeah. That'll, that'll hey, hold on. Do you want? Do you want something else you want to talk about while we're doing this? Well, you're the commentary man. Do you need a swig of water or something to, uh, <laughs> or beer? You guys talk. Uh, let me. Let me. Right. Awesome. No, there ain't no practicing up <laughs> no. or breathing or anything. Let's go. Straight up. He's that wasn't part of the fo- deal. He's not a ninja. Meditate a little bit. Hey, if, if it works, when he gets that flathead stuck underneath the log jam, now, if he wins, he'd be like, go get him. We've got plenty of time. Right. I feel like. Yeah, 1.30 on the stopwatch. All right. All right. Oh, that was a deep breath. And a gulp. <laughs> Still hasn't hit play. <laughs> Three, two, one. He's in. It's going. It's He's in. in. He's focused. Nobody make it laugh. No, no, just, no, no. Just let him. We got to fill in a little airtime though. So no, this is all getting edited out. So uh, we'll let's show, get back to I'll talking. Show, I'll show the beginning and the ending. But what the rest Spencer was talking about. What do you guys say for fish out of water and scaling and weighing and everything? Well. 
I'm not a walleye guy, but walleye are very sensitive versus a catfish. Right. I've seen catfish sit on the tailgate for hours. Hours. And, hours. And still, I'm not saying they would survive after that, but I'm saying they've had all their bodily functions after hours of being outside of water. But what, what do you call a respectable time for a fish to be out of water, though? Ten, I, ten minutes. Ten minutes pre-tops. Yes. Ten minutes on a big fish would be acceptable. On a walleye, no way. There's no walleye going to stay out of the water for ten no. minutes. In my opinion. I mean, a lot of times, you put a, you put a walleye <laughs> in a live well, and he's not, he's not alive in a live well yeah, for ten minutes. Yeah, he's floating upside yeah. down. Yeah, I'm kind of impressed with you, buddy. Keep it rolling. You're doing good, Spence. I didn't hear a word you guys just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is straight focused on Spencer to see if he breathes anything out. Dude, no God. way. Well earned, my man. No well kidding. That, there you go. Well done. Extra, well done. extra five seconds. Just because I can. <laughs> I'm impressed. Well I, I got nothing. I ain't doing that. Can anybody else do that? No, no way. way. There's no way I could do that. There's no way. It's just poker money. I took it from somebody else anyway. Oh, my goodness. That's impressive. I, I don't know what you guys were talking about. Like, I was glued to him. I'm like, watch his chest. Watch. Like, I'm like, all right. All right. right. We're out. We're, we're 200 out. bucks for two minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna pay my truck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's great. Oh, Unbelievable. I could have lost twenty bucks, and nope, nope. He had to up it to one fifty, and I just well, I, like, oh, I got threw more in the pile, and you I, bit, bud. Man, I tell you, <laughs> I was a sucker. You said you couldn't beat me at poker, but you can beat me at. Uh, you can hustle me though. Well, I think you can't hustle a, me at poker. I think there's a level of confidence with some things, like like you're intimidating in poker, just just based on your your. Um, I'll play experience, you. you know. Well, I I want to play him. You know, just just to see where I'm at. Well, you know? I feel like Jay played my dad for a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I can play him. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right, there's there's going to be about five. I played with your dad a long, yep. many, many, many. There's going to be about five people listening to this podcast, maybe, <clears throat> maybe less, that are going to appreciate this. But there was a guy who his name was Marty Sherman, and he would play poker with us when we were growing up. And I played poker against him. He, he'd swing by on Saturdays just because he liked playing the games and he knew we were playing. And then we went up to Canada with him when I was 18, 19, went a couple years and played poker against him. And he took so much freaking money from me. But he couldn't <laughs> hold his breath longer. Now. <laughs> right, right. He made less money playing poker than he just did right there. No. <laughs> Holding your breath. Old, old, old Briar Rabbit. That's what we called him. Old Briar Rabbit. He took a lot more money than that. I feel me. like... I hey, promise you that. Yeah. There's been a few times where I've sank a hook into a flathead and I've held my breath for a while. <laughs> I get it. Guess you should have took the bet, too. I, I probably... <laughs> Before I started losing weight, I had to hold my breath just to tie my shoes. <laughs> and it yeah, wasn't great. Right. That was hard. <laughs> like, was it great. still is hard. I had to do it for each shoe. You just sat there for a minute and a half. Real calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> Burning no oxygen whatsoever. Ninja-like. <laughs> so, Jay and Spencer, what do you think is a respectable time for fish being out of water? Well, a minute and a half is fine. I think it depends. On, it depends right, on the, when there's money online. Yeah. It depends on the species. 
right? So right. I, th- I think a catfish can stay out of the water a whole lot longer than a walleye. Um, so I think it's all about time. I, I agree with you 100% on the time thing. And for walleye, I don't think the weight matters quite as much as the length, right? So, like, we judge walleye I more tell, by length I, than we do weight. But on catfish, how many times do you measure the length of a catfish? We measure catfish by weight. So I, I do quite a bit. You do a little bit of both? But that's Out of only, a kayak. But that's a recent thing. But what's thing. the standard? No, no. The, the, the standard is a weight. I, I agree. And the, the length is a recent thing because of, like, kayak tournaments. Sure. I, oh, I can believe that. Yeah. So, for, for walleye, I think it's a quick measurement. If you're going to release it, it's a... It's a quick measurement. It's a it's a picture, and it's in the water. You know, if it's out for two minutes, that's too long. Right. It should be in there. It depends on water time. temperature. I think would influence it. I think a there's lot. a lot of factors. And where you're at, because here in this state, you ain't doing that. But when you guys take that trip up north, mm-hmm. they then don't, they don't get released. They go in the yeah, library. Oh, really? <laughs> all of them? Cut them all up. We we got our limit by eleven thirty in the morning. And there's five of us on the boat. That's Braggers. 30 walleye. Yeah. There's no slot limit out there, so you're cutting up anything that's over 13 inches, I think. As long as it's not over 30. I feel over like... Over 30s go back. I'm the same way with every fish. Like, it's going to have to be big for me to want to scale it or measure it, but mainly I'm a, I'm a minute. Give me a quick picture. Get them in the water. That's where your old lady's in. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm about I, a minute. Give me a minute. I, I've get in, get out. Seen, That's a good day. That's a good day. <laughs> I I have seen some big flatheads out of the water for hours on end and be renursed to Time go back. Out. Here here's this. What do you know what happened to him after they let go? Just because he swims I don't, away I don't doesn't mean that. he don't die an hour later. I didn't catch it, so I I just. But went, even if you did, you caught it. You leave it out for two hours and you let it go. What, I don't what know. happens to it after Big that? Big Mama you, swam off happy, splashed away. Yeah. Two hours later, it dies. You don't know. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. you have that closure watching it swim away. Like I don't know either. Right. I just want it to be open to the possibility of mm-hmm. reality. The reality is, just because you watch this fish swim away, doesn't mean it lives for another ten years. I'm person. I'm not going to do that to a fish. If I'm going to release, I'm going to release it re- right away. Well, that was one thing. I will I- give the bonita. The bonita release. <laughs> the bonita release. <laughs> I no, don't care. Like for all right. So that was one thing I ran into on my Spain trip is people talk about how well European anglers handle fish. And they do go through these elaborate measures to yes. make sure while the fish is out of water, it is well taken care of. They had like of. a waterbed to lay on. Well, they did. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like they had a cradle, and, or I think that's what they call that it. Cool. When I think of a cradle, I think of something in the water, but they had, I think it's called a cradle. But the, the fact of the matter is that this fish is still out of water for two to five minutes. Yeah. And in my mind, I think it's better for the fish, leave them in the water as, poss- as long as possible, pull them out for a picture, then immediately put them back in the water and release yes. them. And there was a few points of contingency between my guide, like my guide, I don't claim him, the, <laughs> the guide and me where I said, I just want a picture and let it go. And he <clears throat> like argued with me. I just want a picture, let it go. This is my fish. It ain't your fish. You can argue that you put me on them. I paid you to put me on them. And that's a service that I'm paying for, so I yeah, paid for we've that. We've already weighed 100 fish. Right. Let like, this I just want right. to take a picture that's of fair. it. 
And for Put you, it right the, back the, in the weight water. wasn't important. I didn't give didn't a crap you, you caught about the fish. Weight. Great picture. Either one happy. of you guys put me on fish, I'm going to weigh it. And that's, that's okay, what I Because that's what I yes. want. Yeah. But we're not yeah. going to let you hold the fish out of the water for 15 minutes. In no. fact, we're going to. And I, mean, I yeah. wouldn't expect it because I know. Yeah. And, right. and I have a net that is sturdy and durable. And that fish is going to sit in that net until it's time to take him to get that weight. And we're going to hang him on the scale. We're going to put him right back in the net. Let him revive. If you want to get a picture, then you can take him out for your picture. Put him back in the net. Yeah. Let him chill out. And then when it's time to let go. I'll tip it over. You can slide them out, and then you can let him go. Mm-hmm. It may be a ten-minute process between the time we land him and let him go, but he's in the water in for, and out for nine minutes, yes. nine and a half yes. minutes of that ten minutes. But Absolutely. Ar- around here, we're not pulling fish from that far away. Does it matter? Like the bank is the bank. The, the edge is no, the edge. No, but the depth. The depth. And the, we're not, we fight. don't have to burp them. It was we thirty-five to... feet, man. Like they fight the whole way in from two hundred yards. Like they're yeah. fine. But it, we're just beneath, I can't beneath. run 200 yards. I'm with right you. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone fighting something mm-hmm. with drag. With and, you know, I mean, it makes a difference if, if you fight them for 15 feet or That's why I want to leave them in the net. Yeah, exactly. But as far yeah. as the depth versus distance, like the depth is non-factor because of the distance. Like they have burped. They have let all that air out of their, their swim true. bladders. Yeah. Like all that stuff is no longer a factor because you fought them for so long. The, the issue with depth... At least with catfish, like walleyes and bass are way different. They're much more fragile fish. But with catfish, the depth is Pussies. when you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> is when you're vertical on them and you're bringing them straight up. Yes. You know, you're they don't have time to adjust. Yes. So like yes. your blue cats. Yeah, when you're vertical on yeah. blue cats. But if you take your time, that's no big deal either. Never been there. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you got a flathead out of a hundred and seven feet. Seven feet. Yeah, and he was just fine. Yeah, but go back to my previous argument. You could say that I let him go, and I don't know if he lived. That's true. That's I be- true. I bet he did. But if I anybody was gonna overcome the that, it'd, it'd be, be a flathead. flathead. Right. And I could totally be wrong. That fish could be dead right now. Which I would suck because he was a dandy. Yeah, he was. He was a good one. He was. Those, the flatheads are the toughest fish ever. Them They're well. The all right, here, here's a question for They're you. The what, if you I had to know. pick, if you had to pick a tougher fish, going with a flathead or a bullhead? What about a carp? No, they're carp. Pan, no, they're pansies. But they I, they I can would, overcome. They just, can overcome so many odds. Because but you're thinking holistically over yes. a broad niche from an evolutionary As perspective. A species, yes, I'm to, talking an individual fish, which is more likely to survive trauma. A bullhead or a flathead? Carp oh don't even make this guy. Bullhead. Bullhead. Right. Bullhead. Bullhead. I don't what know. What do you say, Cause, Jeremy? Because we're still talking species. I'm still drinking from the three bullheads ago. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, I'll drink yeah. one for you. Yeah. So, I don't know, because we're but still I, talking as honestly, a species. bullheads are tough. Yeah, they're they're tough. But how many Any... flatheads have you had in a bait tank? Not, none. Exactly. So how oh. do you know the flathead wow. wouldn't mess it up worse? <laughs> Good job. No, I you wasn't did. trying to prove you wrong. I'm just you, trying no, to bring up a point. No, We're just saying great. you're wrong. That, that, and <laughs> I'm just, usually I am. I'm just trying to give <laughs> but, you something else to think about, man. Like that is a that's a different. That's something else to think about. So when you're when you're weighing fish, do you find it more important on how you weigh that fish? Do you like to? I just opened one. Do you want it more? Weighing it from a net? Are you comfortable with hanging it from the jaw? Does that matter by species? See, what's that, your what's your? Because I think there's more controversy on how you weigh the fish. Depends on how much weights on his belly. Well, 
so when it comes to weighing a fish, that's where I've screwed up the most. Okay? I agree. Because I hang most of fish on by the jaw. I'm talking flatheads. Sure. And, and it all boils down to physics. The more gravity affects the fish, the larger the fish is, the more its strain it's going to put on those different joints, especially in the jaw muscles or those, those joints in the jaw, which are really important, important for a predatory fish. That's like, how they live. They yes. kind of rely on those. Yep. And the majority... It's like Jay's right hand. <laughs> <laughs> predatory. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. That's, I yeah. figured. Yeah. That's one clarification. Yeah. We're talking about beer drinking, right? Okay, uh, I got you. The majority of the big flatheads that I've weighed, I've hung by the jaw. And yes. at the end of the day, I regret it. And that's why one of the reasons... Not all of them, but one of the reasons that I don't weigh that many flatheads because I don't carry a weigh sling with me. Mm-hmm. If I have a but net, but a whisker seeker net weighs three point eight something pounds. So you got to three point like eight three. Or I think yeah, three point eight like three. You got a base. Yes. And if you can weigh in the net, that's fine. But I haven't always had a boat. I haven't always had means of yes. carrying that. Yeah. Sure. And when I don't have those means, I just don't weigh them unless they're a freak show and I really want to know how much they weigh. And when I do it, I regret it. But would I do it any different? Probably not, because I really want to know how much they weigh. Same, yeah. sure. Same. And I should get a waist sling if I want to do that. Like I should just have it because they don't take up that much space or that much weight. What are, you, are you gonna carry that in your kayak too? You could because it doesn't take up that much. It space folds up. Rest. It's like two sticks with a tarp. Yeah. I would say guiding would way it should be done. I, yeah, I would yeah, say guiding would be cool for you guys with all the different people that go fishing with you. But like for us solo trips or yeah. buddy trips and stuff, I I'm not. Yeah, I I've I'm weighed not big every on fish it. caught on a guide trip, we're but ju- it's we're it's been in the net. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. then you deduct four pounds. I'm jacking them by the jaw. I am, and I, I ain't gonna I, knock you. I I, I yeah, like I the idea of the weight sling because yeah. I'm not I'm not I don't know about the weight sling. Now you do. Yeah. Education's power, but education I, is like power. I've known about it for years, and I still don't own one. <laughs> but, but I should. But I don't. You should but make a will, certified one. I will. You should, you should make have boom. one. Made. It there, wouldn't be that hard, right? There's I mean, a lot of. I'll companies. buy it. Get one going. Okay. I will legit <laughs> sit here and say I'm not gonna grab them by the jaw like I used to. You know, without cradling the, the belly. double hands, yeah. without double cradling hand. the belly. Yep. And I think I've, that's I've more learned, of a standard now. I think that's how most people do I've it. I've learned. Because I think they're more aware. Knowledge of, yeah. is power. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't know until yeah. you know. Jay nailed it. More aware. Like, I would have never known about a lot of it if it wasn't for you guys in your Turning that fish sideways right. and holding up correctly. Yep. And it sure. looks way bigger. And they <laughs> look way bigger. They look way bigger. I'm sorry. Cradle you, the belly. You can take a 20-pound fish and make it look real big, real yeah, quick. juice them. Yeah, I just especially well, if your arms are straight out, because I can hold a twenty pounder out yeah, here, but, but my not arms a fifty. Are only three feet long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got that problem. T Rex, it, it. No, really, it's fifty. Bullshit. <laughs> Spencer will never have that problem. He's a big bastard. Here's something to think about as far as photos and how you take pictures of your fish. You could argue that you don't want to do that because you make it seem bigger than it actually is, but. For me, I want that fish to look as big in the photo as it does in my memory. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So I turn yes. I I port, like I position the fish to like display its most like the best characteristics of it. So yes. a flathead, I'm turning it so it makes it broad. Mm-hmm. You know, a walleye, I'll hold it straight up and uh, down. Yeah. A bass, I'm holding it, you know, under the belly by the lip. 
<laughs> showing off. Yep. When I, when the I greenness. Can, the greenness. I want to see so all we, the greenness. We all learn by you now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Your I life caught, is set up for but failure. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Let me ask this question then. What do you guys think about them photos when people hold them over their shoulder with their mouth open? I think two things. One, that's hard on the fish. Two, you're going to get shit on. <laughs> you can't see half the fish. No, I I absolutely hate it. Now, I hate now it. a flathead has a huge head. It does. Yeah, but you can see that from the front well, or the way. Yeah. So does Ryan. Not, yeah. not, not like this. I mean, I, I I don't know how that got popularity. I I really don't. I think it's. I don't a know how your big head got popularity either. I think it's. I caught this fish. I beat this fish. I display this fish however I feel like because yeah. I conquered said fish. And but, then from that, I'm not saying everyone feels that way, but I think that it originates that way. And from that, people are following. Yeah. Like, that's a cool pose. It's, I'm going to do that. And, it's, I, and it's, I'd be lying. I did it once. It's funny. You I did it once. I did too. How big was the fish? 44. I did too. That's a good mm-hmm. fish. It's funny yeah, you say yeah. that, Jovi, because at one time I had one over my shoulder. I'm like, no, no. And I grabbed it by well, the Well, he jaw. was eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, those are... <laughs> that, that's really Move your though. beard. I can't see the fish. <laughs> My beard's not that long. Caesar <laughs> is the fish. But seriously, I did. I, I had a 40-pounder. Well, hold on. My favorite, my favorite over-the-shoulder shots are with, like, the 12-inchers. Where people are just like, yeah. like turn their shoulder in. Oh, next one's getting sent to you. Because that's all I count this year was a, no, I was a five pounder. So you, so you caught a 40 pounder and you held it over your shoulder. And, I did. Yeah. I did. And I was like, nope, I'm not posting this picture. I'm not. You're not being part of the problem. You're being part of the solution. <laughs> no. That's right. Nope. Yeah. Which I see it more out of the blue cat guys, but it's. That you don't display anything Dude. but the maybe a portion of the head and the mouth. Well, blue cat are so sloppy. Well, what I it, <laughs> similar so vein of what you're saying. Sloppy. I would not put one over my shoulder because you would just be you wouldn't be able to move your neck. Well, be sounds so like your ex. We're, we're not talking about the same thing. <laughs> With blue cats, they're hard to hold unless you're holding them against your body. Yes, that's like, how you yeah. lip grip them. There's no juice. Just yeah. them. I mean, you lip grip them and you hold their belly and they're still like rotating. And yeah. then they're, they're assholes on top of that. Yeah. Like a flathead, you land it and they're usually pretty chill. Blue right. cat, right. you land it and it like slaps you in the freaking face. <laughs> What's and, up, douchebag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look like you were in a bukkake film by well, the time you're I done mean, with it. That, the one that we caught that I caught that was 50, just over 50. Like the first time we tried, I, I was sitting across my lap. I'm trying to hold it. And I was like, guys, I can't have a picture of this. I've looked like a puss with this thing sitting in my lap. Sure. I got to stand up. So then I stood up, tried to hold it. Like, I just need to sit down. no way to hold the thing. I mean, the thing yeah. is just so massive. And you just got your hand underneath of it. I just kind of cradled it like a dog, uh, you know? Spencer's <laughs> That's the only hot, way to do it. Spencer's hot take on how to hold a blue cat. You can put a glove on or not put a glove on. Grips are great for landing the fish, removing the fish from the net, whatever. For the actual photo itself... Put your hand in its freaking jaw, grab its bottom nice. jaw, because then you can control it a little bit. But they you, bite horrible. But if you got a glove, well, yeah. so then the other hot tip 
for how to control a blue cat by grabbing. Oh, I've seen that picture. Yeah, so yeah. that's how I held it. But so if you grab the bottom jaw, if you just hold it loosely, they'll bite the shit out of you. But if you hold their bottom jaw firmly, like real firmly, and then you support their belly, they don't. The, I, I feel like they register that, like you're in control. <laughs> you are the alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, it's Fair funny, enough. but I think, I, I think it's I got true. a question. Yeah. So we're we're in October right now, right? Correct. Yeah. Is the flathead season done? No. Not no? Even close. You got two weeks. Two weeks? At least. At least. I'm looking at the forecast. You got every bit yeah. of two weeks. Two to four. Somewhere um, in that range. All right. Yeah. It is for me. I'm in transition mode to bow hunting, <laughs> so fishing's out. When, Wednesday, I'm catching a 40 plus. I'm right there with so. you, Job. Hope so. And today right is Tuesday. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel <laughs> like these two, these two goons owe me, a, they owe me a guide trip. Yeah. We do. It's, it's in the books. I would uh, owe you. <laughs> for next year. Oh, yeah. I'd wait for June. I, yeah. No, no, I'm you waiting for June too. You can waste it right now, but I'm waiting for June. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for June. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want to take up your guys's guiding to get me a free trip. I want to be able to go. Like, preferably, if I want to go with you two, I want to go on a kayak. We're we're sure. we're not going to take any of you on a guide trip. We're going to go fishing. We're going to go. There's fishing. a big difference. There's a big difference. Well, that's what Ryan and I just did two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, we went with the Hoyle brothers and or Hoyle JJ and Jimmy and yeah. JJ's been on this They're podcast. Practical yeah, brothers. I still owe yeah, you know. Ryan some bullheads. Yeah, we yeah. got a 30 32 34 something. something. And that was and that was that was awesome because Jimmy had never caught a big flathead before. You know, that was a goal of his and so we let him reel in the first fish and he blew out his shoulder trying to hold it, but that's all right. We can see that. He did. He dislocated he did. his shoulder. That's a, that's a good family, though. I like them boys right there. Yeah, oh, they're, they're good. good they're shit. good boys. But no, that's a true story. JJ went to go pick it up, or Jimmy did, and went to go pick that fish up. And he went, oh, and he just dropped it, dislocated his shoulder. So the pictures with Ryan. I, I had to hold him, the fish. He had to hold the fish <laughs> for him to take his picture. <laughs> so, At least it didn't happen when he was fighting the fish. No. Yeah. No, he fought it well. He fought it well, yeah. just fine, absolutely. But blew it out trying to get the picture. But I, uh, <laughs> that stuff happens. Yeah, I, part I, of the experience. I loaded the rod up. The I set picture. the hook. I'm like, Jimmy, hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is a good one. Get your ass over here. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't miss him. I'm proud of you. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Stars aligned once Sorry. in a while. So how was how is all that? We guy? had eight, we had eight bites. We landed one fish. <laughs> oh my god! I'm well, kidding. you look at me like yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> That's the only bite we got. Yeah, that was the only one. How is that guiding going for both of you guys for I like love it. like next year? Like how's the how's the booking going? I haven't got a single trip booked for next year yet. Not one. You can count me in. <laughs> no, I want people to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Long as you hold your breath. <laughs> I'm, not no, pay- I'm not paying you either, asshole. I haven't set asshole. anything up. I haven't set anything up yet. Uh, it'll come. That's a long ways off yet. I'll go yeah. scout with I want to set some, some ice fishing trips up first, but we yeah, got to have yeah, ice. Like, you got to cross that bridge before yeah. you get to the other But you've one. got some coming yeah. up in October. Yeah, I got, I'm going down south, yeah. chasing big blues. Yep. So... I'm still holding Spencer. If I get to go ice fishing, I get to take that Garmin with me. So we'll see if that really comes true. 
uh, tracking device on them or something. Yeah, you know? right. As long as it's not in Florida. What's I was going to say, you got till January 4th. <laughs> any, any ice fishing trips after that, it'll be gone. There's years we don't have ice deep enough. Or right. Yeah. Around here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we take trip, trips up north, so yeah. I'm yeah. sure South Dakota. snake it away. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll be I'll be heading south January fourth. It'll be I didn't take it last year, and after the first day of throwing the cast net for eight hours and not catching anything hardly, <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I had that life. I mean, I owe that twenty hundred dollar machine. Are you going back to catch handy some, right now? Right. Are you going back to catch some sharks or what? No, I'll be down uh, on the Apalachicola <laughs> River, running trips down there. Do you have any open dates still? I got. May, well, I still have four. I've 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 had a little interest, but nobody's put down a deposit yet. But I still okay. got I got four openings. I got a deposit. So you're pretty full. It's good. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. Yeah, I got a deposit. You do? Yeah. Coming down to the old uh, Forgotten Coast. I'll uh, tell you what, man. Like to to paint the picture. I mean, if you beat me in wrestling. <laughs> He's going to beat you in wrestling. When, when, he, when he beats if, you in if wrestling. I beat we him. don't know that. I, I think he might gamble about 150 bucks. I think, yeah. I think he's got but at the same time, if, if he I keeps... I gave him 100 earlier. He's if he keeps, if That's he the keeps most up on the bush fights, then I'm going to have a problem. It's a good one. It's a good one. No, what were you saying? I was saying, if you keep up on the bush lights, you're not beating me. <laughs> I could drink every bush light in this county and beat you at wrestling. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> See, that excites me when you said that you want your Garmin just to locate fish. That's I've watched so many videos on this fish finder to see if it's justifiable. And just you saying that it helps even finding bait fish, ice fishing, sold me. Honestly, big ice fishing alone, that's the is big, worth the purchase. That's the biggest thing, right? I've watched videos with guys ice fishing. They sit there and they turn it. Why until the hell they would locate. you drill a hole here when they're 127 feet that way? So to to add multiple layers to that, like ice fishing is excellent. Lake fishing, excellent. River fishing, I'm not sure yet. Like, I still got to spend some time to get it dialed in. <laughs> sure. But the bait catching, to be able to swivel it and see that school of shad 18 feet underwater. Nothing, nothing, 10,000 of them right and, there. And, and you it, know where to go. In the, in the winter yeah. time, that's how it is. All in that mm -hmm. one hole. Yeah, like in the winter. You know, in the summer, yep. they're more dispersed. Sure. It's not as big of a deal. But in the winter, they're in tight schools in one location and man, I had days where even after I figured out where they they hung hung out, I would still spend two to three hours throwing a freaking eight to ten foot cast net that has a, a money well spent. I yeah. mean, and the whole time yeah. I'm like, I have a live scope yeah. at home. This is yeah. stupid. This is dumb. But it's eighteen hours away, and I can do nothing about it. So <laughs> that will not happen again. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like, but like species targeting, can you literally? By the shape of the fish on that thing, can you figure out what? Oh, it's not even hard. Like, oh. like I was ice said. fishing for channel cats. Twenty eight hundred bucks. Hey. That's, that's what she says. Because hey. <laughs> <laughs> this guy right now, he can he can catch fish. We've seen it from ocean fishing to river fishing to lake fishing. It ain't even hard. He's buttering him up for this wrestling match. Is what he's doing. <laughs> 
but please moral, don't be hard. Moral, right, <laughs> here, here's a story for you that kind of exact like explain or provides an example of what you're asking. I was ice fishing for channel cats, first ice, and add live scope down, and I'm I'm in this gravel pit that I fished many times. All I've ever caught out of it was dinky crappies. Giant crappies. No, this this one was weird. Like most gravel pits, you don't have giants. This one had dinks. Like three to six inches. No exaggeration. Three inch crappies. <clears throat> caught a few of them. But it had those and Bait. channel cats. I'm, I got the live scope down. I caught a few of them dinky crappies. Chop them up. Use them for bait. Drop them down. And I'm looking at this live scope because it's badass you know you see all this shit move through you see cats fish aren't biting but i got a video game exactly exactly exactly. and i'm i have two cat rods out i got jigging rod out i'm jigging trying to draw something in and i drew a little crappie in and then out of freaking nowhere this northern pike blasts through the screen cuts across then comes back through again so i had two real good looks at him when he came through, but he was chasing a school of something. I don't know if it was crappies or shad. But just I could, wasn't your lure. But I <laughs> you no, were pretty no, sure about didn't, that. He didn't give yeah. a shit. But to see him zip in and zip out, I didn't know there was northern pike in there, but I could tell clear as day that that was a northern pike on the live scope. Mm. And that was badass. So that is cool. To, to go into these little harbors and stuff, see shad, throw cast nets on them, in my mind it plays out great. Now whether that matches reality, we'll see. Sure. But it also saves you you a lot of time, though, too. If it matches reality. Right. You know, like if it goes the way I think it will, it's going to save, it's going to cut my bait time by 80%. Sure. I've never seen a live scope. And I don't know if anybody's ever thrown an 8 to 10 foot cast net. It's heavy. But 80% is a good number. (laughs) Right. I've thrown an 8 foot cast net, and I'm not very good at it. Well, it still weighs the same. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. it still does the same shit to your shoulder. Like, I've I've never had an issue with my shoulder since I played high school baseball, and then after this last winter, I now have a popping noise anytime <laughs> I like I'm doing this and I'm hearing popping. It, it was never that's there. Old, that's old age, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it's gonna work in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the, found a weak spot, right? <laughs> the right arm is the one. The right shoulder is the one to go after. Like the the left. Oh, he's baiting you in. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, right, right, right arm out. takedown. Like, right like, right. like, don't play with that left one. Yeah. Sorry, Spencer. What you, you want to do fishing, is underhook me real hard <laughs> on the right side. <laughs> You just want to get in close. I can't can't handle big guys that get in close. Like, you've never heard of, like, a fireman's carry. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we don't even speak about that. I have no idea. Let me show you. (laughs) Dawson brought up a good point. He said bait instantly when you caught that three-inch crappie. What do you guys feel for crappie for a flathead bait? What do you feel when you eat a crappie? Bullhead. Mush. (laughs) Push. No, when you eat a crappie, what do you think? There's better fish out there. Oh no, you don't. Oh, there's a go. there's a fish that might be walleye good. and perch, hands down will beat a All crappie. Right. If I hand you a plate of crappie, and are you gonna turn it down? No, no. no. Neither. Obviously, neither is a flat. Neither is a flat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Because one, it sparkles underwater. <laughs> and two, they're like, oh, I've had one of those. They are delicious. Right. Lazy. They're lazy, and I, I don't think they last as long as a bullhead. Time out. Or, let's, let's bring reality to this I got called situation. time out on my conversation. <laughs> yeah, this is important. This is important. Okay, coach. <laughs> you haven't got grounded up. yet. You're sitting there looking up at your bait. Ready uh, for it. If we're going to bring reality into the situation... Fish don't taste the same to fish as they do to us, just like the way we smell isn't the same as fish. Like, things are processed underwater entirely different I've tried, than they are above. I've tried to smell underwater. It didn't work exactly. out. <laughs> Can I ask how you know this? How? How? How, how? how do you know that? Like, if you Common break... Common sense. Well, so you, you have... Ish. You have literature... <laughs> <laughs> you have literature you read, and then you corroborate that with other different like branches of science so the the concept that smell travels differently underwater in conjunction like you learn that from a biology text and then you like i said corroborate that with a physics textbook where you break down how molecules function in fluids and fluids air is a fluid water is a fluid sorry spencer I'm densities retarded. well you asked the question i'm answering <laughs> <It's right. laughs> densities he's going into great yeah, detail way too there. far into it so density plays a big part yeah and then just molecules fluctuate differently I throw the flow of out. the molecules yeah. through a substance so yes. animals have evolved in that substrate versus like the fluids that we're used to and then their senses have evolve to accommodate those different things so, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, so I'm liking it because i, I want to learn so this when you reel a fish in that's why he doesn't head straight to the bait tank because he doesn't know it's there right he can't breathe in that substrate but you put that bait underwater and he's like creek jeb yes, yes. <laughs> and then sound sound follows a similar thing like sound travels so much better through water and yes. then, then fish have ears that function way different than ours in they function better. And lateral lines. And, and they have lateral lines yeah. and sound travels better. So blah, 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 blah. It's different. But um, what the hell were we talking about? Dawson's so retarded. Light. <laughs> <laughs> crappies. No, the difference crappies between for bait. Crappie, yes, bullhead, yeah. chub, okay. whatever. So just saying that they're, they're delicious <laughs> for us doesn't necessarily mean that they're delicious for the fish, but... But Based, science has proven they will hit them. But, but science, as in us fishing a bunch, <laughs> has proven crappies are a wonderful bait, but you have to understand their limitations. Crappies are fish that function effectively in reduced or zero current areas. So if you hook them in the tail in a high current area, they're not going to last that long. They're not built for it. Whereas like a green sunfish is just like too hard-headed well, you think this is tough current yeah, yeah. i'll show you tough yeah current. right i'm yeah. sorry you're talking to a redneck you just blew my you just blew my mind you ask a question i answer yeah and i appreciate it that was amazing so now i like, know jeremy's the green sunfish spencer's the crappie all right we understand exactly now. Right, gotcha. so you got to treat that crappie with consideration for what it's built for you cast them in reduced current areas and they do amazing like if if you have a slack or a reduced current area and you have to ask me what bait like if I could have any bait in the world, what bait am I gonna use? 
Give me a 10 inch crappie. Bullhead. Bullhead. Yeah, bullhead. That's what I was going to say. Bullheads are tough to beat. Because I've seen a bullhead on a bobber and reduced current get shellacked by several of the monsters. But I'll tell you the difference. So, by that rationale, talking talking about bait and water currents and stuff, do you think time of year and does that correlate with what bait you're going to choose to absolutely so so time of year thousand percent size of bait size of bait type of bait if if you just watch spencer's videos conditions in the same equation when you choose what you're going to throw in that spot so you you set up on the spot and you've got you know a little current over here maybe not so much here do you go I want my green sunfish here. I want my bullhead here. Some some baits or, it doesn't or, or matter. Or am I overthinking it? Some baits it doesn't matter. So a bait that it matters is a crappie. He's figuring but, them out. I but a creek one. chub, they're going to do well in current. They're going to do well in reduced current. A bullhead, you talk about them getting shellacked. Depending yeah. on where you hook it. Yeah, like if it's fast current, I'm going to hook them through the lips. If it's reduced current, right. I'm going to hook them through the tail. Sure. But I, I feel at the same point. There's a difference between... Creek chubs, like, or a creek bullhead, like, cause I I can the- I can go catch you a bunch <clears throat> of bullheads right now. Yeah, they're not as lively as a creek bullhead. No, and then you could also make the further argument that a fish caught out of the body of water you're fishing is not or is more lively and more resilient Absolutely. than one caught out of a pond. I agree with that hundred percent. Because but if- I can cook, I can go catch you through thirty bullheads right now. But but at the end of the day, it's like they're not catching dude, me. You fish. ain't catching thirty bullheads right now. You want to bet? Buy a bet, Spencer. But you want to bet? I'm a bet man. Nope. I've proven that. I'll bet you. But right now. I will catch them. I will catch. 30 that's like bullheads. our last podcast when I talk about beating up a lion from the zoo. It's not the same as that's, beating up a live lion. And I give you shit, but, I, but, but that's can't. real. Yes. Yeah. 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 But at the same thing, but I can't. But. So the point that I was going to try, the point that I was trying to get at was, sometimes you just got to use what you got, you know. know, Many a night. The the idea of going to the river and catching bait out of the river because it's the best bait, and it is, sounds wonderful until you don't catch it. But how many nights do you not catch bait, or how many nights do you go there and you're like, I'm showing up ten minutes before the sun goes down. Yeah. And I need to have baits out a half hour ago, right. but I have nothing. Yeah. So just and, just use what you got. And if you're fishing in a prime flathead location, those baits aren't going to be there at happy hour. My, they're out. They're yeah. they gone. Yeah. My last outing, we're, we took the boat upriver, and there's shad jumping. So water's low. Low water yep. shad numbers have exploded. They haven't exploded. They're just Big more time. obvious. Maybe. I don't know. Shad I don't jumped, have the hit, knowledge. Yeah. Hit my brother that. in the face. But, like he's driving the boat, smacked him in the face. A shad did? Yeah. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> and this is up north or where we're at. Oh right yeah. Now. And why can't we have that bait? I'm I'm in the back trying to scoop them up. Scoop them up. They're way too fast for me. Cast network's better. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Right. But what do you do? What like, do you do? I cast net them. Well, I had a bunch of bullheads. But you care. can still cast net them. I'm, I, I think variety is a good thing. You know, like. Yeah. Throw the, throw the buffet. They'll tell you what they want. Right. Well, but 
at the I, end, that, so at the end of the day, you have all these things that tend to play out. Like this time of year, these water conditions, this bait tends to be a preferred bait. But throw out something different because you never know. I've never had that luck though. Like, but your all flat, of my your flathead experiences, right? Little, but it's all yes. come off bullhead. Like I've never green sunfish, crappie, but sunny, ninety percent of the baits you've thrown in have been bullheads. And on a broad I bought from Spencer. I mean, I'll <laughs> yeah. bring that up again. <laughs> but so you know, the, I mean, the mojo was already there. But your science, your science isn't conclusive. Little, little right? Because but I've always had that option with those different baits, yeah. and I've thrown them out. And the bullhead, hands down, for me. But well, when you go you out do. one night and the only thing that gets hit is cut bait and you catch four fish and it's the middle of August, you're like, this shouldn't freaking happen. I never right. caught anything on cut hey. bait. But it happens. Yeah. And if it wasn't for your guys' videos, it I wouldn't even, no, I, didn't I would never yet. throw cut bait ever. <laughs> I would never throw cut bait no, ever, but either. I do. I'm telling you, I do. you should. Now, and I you know. should. You should. Yeah. Yeah, Buffet. Three Buffet lines, is the key. Out of three lines, I throw a cut bait and whatever else. Because how many nights have we gone out and one rod and one bait gets hit multiple times, nothing else gets touched? A lot With touched. what bait? Yeah. It, it depends. depends on the night. Yeah. You could have. I feel like if that trip. doesn't exaggerate it, that we both said that at the <laughs> same <laughs> hey, time. Hey, if I, I throw cut baits, are a good thing. If I throw, are a good thing. If I throw, if I throw cut bait, it's a turtle. Or a freaking gar. You, all right, I'm, hands down. All right. I'm going to oh, time out you again. God <laughs> damn it. I'm leaving. <laughs> and when he's done, <laughs> I'm going to time out him. So, go ahead. Well, here we are. You have to factor in when you're fishing. So, majority of your flathead fishing occurs probably from sometime in June to sometime in August. And then you're walleye fishing or bow hunting or whatever. Right. And granted, you're still missing out on fish by not throwing cut bait. Where cut bait really seems to play the most. You can catch them on cut bait year round. Well, not in Iowa. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but... you snagging? <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you you're can not catch, wrong, Spencer. You can catch flatheads on cut bait as long as you can catch flatheads. Yes. Um, but post spawn, so after they've spawned sometime in July, sometimes in June, but sometime after that. So generally speaking, the the end of July through the end of the season, like sometime October-ish, September, October-ish was full moon talk. No, I never said those words. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cut bait plays and sometimes is the best option. Yeah, oftentimes for the biggest fish, like the biggest fish I've caught in the last three years, has been on a chunk of cut bait the size of my thumb. Like specific cut bait or no anything. No. Well, and let's face it, listeners, well. he's got a small thumb. <laughs> I have a lot of small things <laughs> that we're not going to get into, but my thumb is not one of them. <laughs> I have oddly fat, large thumbs, but I have small pinkies. So you're saying it don't matter? It's cut bait, anything in general. Well, well, say say whatever you had to say. Shad Creek Chub. Oily fish are best. Nailed it. But there's a lot of fish cut on bluegill heads. Yep. 
for some, if you want to get into the nitty gritty, go down to the details. Any cut bait, any fish can be cut bait. Any fish that you make into cut bait, you want to have a head chunk. I don't know why the right. head chunk makes a difference. Right. Flatheads like head chunks. But if I had to pick what I'm going to use for, for, for cut bait, I'm using shad, creek chub, suckers, stuff like that. Bluegills get them. Crop, crappies are real good. Not bad. Here we go with that crappie shit again. Well, all right. You know what the best thing about using crappie heads for bait? They're is, easy to catch. Well, they're, I mean, depending on the situation, they can be real easy. Or or you already flayed the crappie and then you <laughs> yeah, right. Right. got you the right. over. Right. You nailed it. Yep. Like you now, can fillet them out, get the all. But the you're goods, still getting the head out the good of them. Exactly. Does it got to be fresh? Uh, or can you freeze fr- it? Fresh is best. Fresh is always best. Always. Now, all right. If I had mm. one bait from April first to October thirty first, and I'm only gonna throw this one bead out, for me, it'd be a ten inch creek chub at all times. Can't say that's a bad idea. You ever? You because ever... how many times have we thrown out a buffet and we're like, oh, look at the size of this creek chub, and we throw it out. And those get, monster creek chubs get freaking hammered. Have you, I would, have right, you if, ever heard if of I a have floppy? To pri- a floppy? A floppy. Are you talking about flapper rig? That was a flapper rig. Yeah. Like a floppy where they... Sounds flop- like I have. Floppy was a <laughs> puppet. <dog. laughs> when we Cartoon were show up. in the morning? Yeah, yeah. that was a puppet dog. Yeah, floppy. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about bluegills. Run, 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 me. Jesus, man, Ruby Rex. This podcast is everything I hoped it'd be. Oh my god! Same. All right, to go to your flapper rig, it's cut bait. It you is. know, you cut the spine you, out and the flays flap around. Whatever. Yep. You know, maybe yep. it works, maybe it Looks doesn't. Like I'm, I've done it one time. It's never worked for me. Well, one time. It's a blue cat rig. No, Truthfully, I mean, that's how it started. No, I was, I, no, it, no. Was, it started as a flathead rig. Really? Yeah, it started. There was as a YouTube video that popularized the concept, and, and that's well, the thing with it. fishing though is people gravitate towards the concept that correlate or this correlation. Gonna, go ahead. Correlation leads to causation. People tend to gravitate towards that. Like it makes sense. This happened. It must be because of that. Right. What I think and I was the about reason. It that is i I haven't had success this is something new i've never tried maybe this will be the missing link in giving me that success why wouldn't you try it but it's logical so people gravitate towards that like without understanding so is the lure with the red flashing light my point exactly (laughs) no way red flags Red flag. Yeah, <laughs> red flag for sure. You know, that's like with me with cut bait. But like, it's I never want to try it. In I... all these tournaments. Red flag. But it's been so you've ran into this what with cut bait? Like I've never I've never been excited to use it. I would rather have a live bait on over cut bait. Just because of my experience, I either get a turtle. Or a gar, but hands down. What time of yeah. year did you throw the cut bait? It's what all, location it's, did you throw the right. cut bait? Was it in the current seam? Was it in the slack? Was it are Was you, it in the prime? Are you, are you it's you, like you I told bottom? you in the last podcast, like my buddies will, I'll let them get first pick. And they'll use their center of the hole 
or back, and I'm sh- usually on the drop off, sure, or somewhere in the current seam, generally. But I've never. Every time I've threw cut bait, it's junk. So keep trying. You have a th- you have a third pull permit. You're right. throwing three rods. Right. Oh, to to add to what you're saying, as a guy who has seen cut bait perform, perform. We're like not the saying best. it's hey, magic. No, we're I've I've saying, watched the videos. We're not and saying I'm like, it's magic. It works for these cocksuckers. Why can't it work for me? Absolutely. And and I understand where you're coming there from. There goes but. another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he just mic drop. My well, uh, on honestly, I watch every video. Like I pick up detail that most people don't just by watching your guys' well, you're, videos. You're, you're approaching it from a different mindset. What I'm getting That's at fair. is well, they're, to, to they're add at least two, three weeks out. To, to, I don't even know what you just said, <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta edit it out. Well, <laughs> no, no clue. From that what was Jeremy not says, a rational thought. And now I gotta spend it's, my time it's editing. It's irrational. It Jeremy, you just got timed out. The only one. But we got a, over to we have a conversation going on over here. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a really <laughs> choppy video and choppy podcast. Oh, and I apologize. Sure. It's right. But it's going to look it's, This is five, dude. Yeah, yeah, right so there. <laughs> 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 All right, are we ready for well, me Jeremy's to read the experience? Wrong. Are we ready and for me And deep breath. <laughs> Go. Hold your breath. 90 seconds. <laughs> to <laughs> add value to he's, what you were talking about. He's not wrong. I'm not saying he is. To add value. Value is actually proving <laughs> he's wrong, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear it. I'm a guy who has seen cut bait perform better than live bait many, many, many times. And I'm very pro cut bait for flatheads. I think it is a great option. I am also a guy who throws two live baits in one cut bait. And I think that speaks volumes to how I feel cut bait is prioritized. And yes, I mean, I, I feel much more confident with the live ones. I agree. And I've thrown out them options every time I've been out. But my luck... Is it like I'll just reel it in? I'm like, I ain't catching no gar. I'm not putting another cut bait on. I'm gonna put another live bait on. And the I've, gar still eat your live bait. Or a turtle will yeah. find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's yeah. a lot of times you use cut bait. You reel it in, you cast a fresh piece out, and within 10, 15 minutes, it gets it. There's something about our neck Smack. of the woods in the month of September that just cut bait gets them. And fresh. I wouldn't even know. A lot. I'm like sh- I said, it's happened. I've probably only caught, let's say, 10 to 15 flathead on cut bait. I would say at least 10 of those 15 were on cut bait that's been in the water less than 15 minutes. And I've I've caught 10 to 15 flatheads on cut bait this year. Yes. No. Like, mm-hmm. like re- no real, real talk. And, well, you know what? Yo, wait, time out. No, no I can't. just got tied back. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh shit. And Joby's like, I I've don't. been I've been waiting to do this the whole night. Joby Joby says, I don't have a point. I just wanted you on time out. <laughs> like specific? It could be any head off a of fish. I mean fish love oh, head. No, I love 
love him. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't love him? Ninety. Ninety percent of the time, I use cut paint. It's shad or creek chips because mm-hmm. they're oily as hell. They put I, out. That a makes trail. the most sense. I've caught flatheads, and I on use JB's secret sauce. That a lot of times. It, it's so dumb. There's the secret. You know, it, we call it the secret sauce just as kind of a joke, but it's kind of a secret because we don't talk about it. The reality is, it does seem to make a difference. It puts out a freaking oil sauce. slick on the water. One time. You put it on your bait, and you dip your bait in the water, and it looks like motor oil. Yeah. It's fish oil yeah. that comes off your bait. So what? I need to start making money off of this. So like yes. I don't have to. So pre- what? What's the oil from that? It's a secret. I can't, can't tell you that part. <laughs> you just said it was a secret. Secret right. sauce. <laughs> like literally. Situation right now. <laughs> All right, you're done talking. <laughs> done talking. <laughs> you have to go to the other living room. That's why we have two living rooms in this house. You gotta go. Now. I'm okay with now, that because the smell off his socks got my nostrils burning anyway. <laughs> right. Now, Joe. It's like the catfish, dude. Joey. <laughs> our, our buddy, Corey Weaver, is part owner of JB's Fish Sauce. Yes. yes. And he and Spencer went fishing a couple times. They came up with this formula where they've fine-tuned it for, what, three years? It's, it's been going on two. Two, almost yeah. three. Came straight off Jeremy's socks. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they've changed the formula a few times and it at times is lights out at times it doesn't seem to matter but so, the times it does matter it's obvious the the reality of how it plays out like you touched on the basic concept sometimes it really seems to make a difference sometimes it doesn't what it's composed of is a secret, secret. Shit. <laughs> which, which you finally let that secret out because you specifically said just a head bait of any fish. You said a couple specifics, no. but now all of a no. sudden no. it's this Hold fish on. sauce. Hold on. No, you didn't get the. I took I took my girlfriend fishing at a place that we've all fished. What was his it, name? It's got a pipeline close to it. <laughs> gotcha. So. I got her in a channel cat spot. She's catching channel cat, catching channel cat. I catch like a 20 pound flathead. I, I put a fresh chub head, cast it in. She catches a 34 pound flathead. It happens. Shouldn't have happened. It was in a foot and a half of water mm. with channel cat galore in it. Cause she got like five earlier that. So day. no dip in the special sauce. No, just head. that's before the okay. special sauce was evolved. Sure. That's what it wanted. So now the secrets are finally coming out. No, but I'll I'll give you a little tidbit of the secrets. Uh, Quit being a douche. hey hey <laughs> <laughs> hey Dawson. We're, I guess we're tag teaming these boys out later. Oh, oh, okay, you know now Fuck we got guys. now we got two insurance claims. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'll just mess me up. I'm in. I'll just be the referee. I'm in. Give me a whistle and a striped shirt. <laughs> the 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 fish sauce is all natural. Like yeah, it is no. There's no cheese. There's no like congealed blood. There's no garlic. There's none of that bullshit in it. It's it's stuff that 
is or resembles things that big fish are used to eating, and it's just amplified. You mean like bullhead? Concentrated. Well, you want me to take a drink of beer? I'll take a drink of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. But not like bullheads. Bullheads are oily, but this is from a different bait fish. Hmm. But the concept is that fish, like people, get used to being doing these certain things, eating these certain things, and like fish are not people, but that concept does play out with fish. Like uh, uh, the biggest of the species, and granted you can fish dip bait and catch a a good channel cat or a good blue cat. It's not impossible, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to things that are extremely predatory like flatheads, they're a different critter, you know? So they're used to eating fish, either chunks of or live ones, and to have a scent that maximizes awareness of that live or dead bait, it's going to maximize the amount of fish that come to investigate it because those are natural scents that they're used to smelling and are, you know, they're going to be drawn to it. So you don't have that problem like I do with the gar. No, we do. Or yeah, well, the absolutely. turtles. And you just deal with it. Like, you you get this turtle bite, you get this gar bite, you reel it in, you rebait it, and cast it out. Like, it happens. Yes. And, the and turtles are I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. You can't this. change what a turtle wants to eat. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to change that. Yeah. If, if they see your bait, live or dead, they're going to freaking It's not going to matter. Yeah. yeah. If the turtles are there, they're yeah. going to be attracted to the same And the bait. best part is... Part of it. If you've got... Let's say me and him are fishing together. we got six rods. we got... Four that are live bait, two that are cut. Mm-hmm. If that turtle is hitting my cut bait, awesome. I got four live baits. He's not messing with So he's back. distracted with you know one I mean? than the other. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's true too. I'll let him chew on it for a half hour, which the last last time me and you fished, I got that decent flathead and something was You say decent. It was a good one. It was 30 plus. That's a good one. But there was something chewing on that cut bait for 30 minutes nonstop like the whole time that pole was going and all of a sudden spencer goes oh because i saw it just <laughs> it goes slowly goes down yes. and then the clicker starts rolling so whatever was chewing on it that flathead's like get the hell so out he, of he was yeah. getting you know, chunks out in the water you know you know what the best or part about disturbance or the, sure you know sure. the best part about the cut bait is a turtle can chew on it for an hour and, and there's it, still something on the hook. Well, right. Well, no. Well, that. But most of the time. But uh, it's already dead. They're not swallowing. Yes. You know, right, like. Right. And and then I've had instances where I've. Well, the one that sticks out the most was last summer. I. We pull up to the sandbar. It's a great spot to camp. Looks like a good fishing spot. I cast my a live bluegill out, and it gets turtled immediately <laughs> and, like, i'm so glad you came right <laughs> been waiting for yeah i've been waiting for food so it gets spencer's here <laughs> it gets turtled immediately but Corey is busy cooking taters onions steak on the campfire the i'm like already. i'm just gonna let it sit i don't yeah. give a shit whatever like it's getting <laughs> so i just let it do its thing and then an hour after we get done eating dinner, it just starts rolling. <laughs> and then I, yep. And then I set the hook, and it ends up being like a twenty twenty five pound flathead. Yeah, this bait yep. has been dead for an 
hour and a half, two hours, because he's getting pecked on by turtles, but the flathead scooped him up. Yeah. But he's probably pecking at it, and little pieces are kind of floating downstream. I mean, Open up kinda, the gut you could, Yeah, kind of yeah. kind of attracting the, the fish is going to be downstream. Is maybe. Gonna hunt it. Maybe. Like, That's we don't my know. Theory. Yeah, you don't know. It's, it's, it's all extrapolated. Like, sure. we, we, we can make these assumptions or, do, like, come up with these ideas, but at sure. the end of the day, we don't know. No, exactly. Yeah. That's one thing with fishermen that bothers me, and it shouldn't, is all these dudes see these things that happen, and they make up these ideas of it's why. It's a scientific sure. fact. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they will argue to the death about... Because, because you can't see what's going on. When you think that's about it. it. That's it. When you think no about it, you're, you're sitting on the, on the bank, and those fish are not that far from you. They're 15, 20, 30 feet away from right. you in just a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. But that water is giving all the protection in the world. You have no idea what's going yeah. on out there. And there could be a 40, right there. 40 pound oh, fish in a foot and a half of water. Unless he reveals and himself, you have no idea. You no idea. And what's going on? What what kind of interactions are happening out there with yeah. all the different species, species of right? you know what? You know, it's everything. A, you a fun no thing to think about. The one thing we don't have. Them playing like shuffleboard underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Jer- Jeremy's mumbling. The one thing we don't have. Wait, you got to get talk closer to the mic. The one thing we don't have when we're flathead fishing yeah. is a live scope. We don't know where they're at. Well, me either. But that leads to my next story, which is fun. Thanks I, for the intro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the so I'd fished this spot twice, and this this was the second time. The first time I put out a three pound live carp for bait, which is awesome when they get hit. But probabilities go way down. Well, right. I watched that video. <clears throat> so what what didn't translate well to that video like I wanted it to was. I hooked that bait through the nose with a single hook and dropped it in the water to keep it alive while I rigged up two two big J's to run double hook rig right. on it. And my plan was to leave it in the water, let it kick around, and then I'll get my leader tied up, then pull it out and retie it on and then rehook it. Well, the the kink in that plan was a thirty to forty pounder decided to eat it within two minutes of me putting it down there. <laughs> oh, really? Because that was literally... Like, mid, like, it wasn't happy hour yet. Like, it was bright out, right? It wasn't bright, bright. You, like dri- the, you dropped in the water like a diddy pole, and he I came did. in there yes, and hit I did. it before yes. you off got a chance to put it in Off there. a sandbar. Like, yep. it wasn't a cut bank, you know, traditional diddy pole spot. It was off a sandbar, and he came up and ate it. And it wasn't bright. But it was twilight. But it was way earlier than I would think he would be that close. Oh, I was thinking that'd be like uh, 3 o'clock in the morning spot. But, yeah, so we were eight hours early. (laughs) Yeah. Or or more than I like how he talks about this 3 o'clock in the morning spot. Like, when I watch your videos, it depends on the time. But how do you, how do you, I fish a lot. That's a that's verify a ten o'clock spot to a three o'clock spot. Well, one, where, I'm, where I'm wrong live. all the time. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but there's where they live and where they hunt, it's just like deer hunting. It is. You got a watering hole. You got yeah. a feeding hole. Yep. You got a place they a go bed, to bed down. Yeah. Bed down spot. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Well, I'm sorry. But back back but, to but back to deer hunting. 
Okay. We are knowing their bed and where they're sitting. Yeah. Right? Jeremy, you're even more drunk than the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. But at the same time, we know. Like, we've got video footage of it. Yeah. Trail cams. Trail cams. Yeah. Yes. Our poles can are you, the trail cams. Can fly ahead? We talked about this the last podcast, yeah, right. actually. Um. But the point that I was getting at was this all this all this stuff went down at this trip, and then I came back, and this was the 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 time I came back. It was I had a bunch of BS that happened on the way down. I was <laughs> Jeremy's retired. He's tapping out already. <laughs> Taking yeah. his ball and going on. <laughs> We haven't even started wrestling yet. No, you're sleeping in the couch is what you're doing. <laughs> Keep going. You ain't going nowhere. So the, this next trip, I had uh, several portages. I, my kayak filled up with water, and I had to dry it all out. Yeah, I've seen that. And then I get to the spot, the part you don't see in the videos, when I pull up, there's this giant boil of water. As I go from eight feet to two feet, there's a steep ledge. And right where it crests on top, there's this giant boil of water right as the sun's going down. And I'm thinking, that's that same fish that ate that carp. I don't know. I don't. I have no way to sure. confirm that. But if somebody had to bet, and I'm a betting man because I got 150 <laughs> bucks right here. Well, you got 250 <laughs> from what I'm understanding. That's his honey hole. Yeah. That's I'm, where he eats every night. But he, that was the He goes s- to A&W every night. But that That's was his That was the same. <laughs> that was the same time frame as that one that ate that, that carp. Sure. The, the previous night yeah. that I was there. Granted, they were a week and a half apart. But who? And I could be wrong. But I had to bet. I bet it was the same fish. Now, if you go out and shoot a hundred and eighty inch deer, you're gonna go hunt that same spot. Which again, I would have right? brought. I didn't want to. F- no. No. But everybody you're else go hunt that shame. same spot again. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That all depends now, on my trail just, cam pictures. Now. Yeah. That just depends. 100%. Now, t- keep in mind, that's what you need to survive. So you see this, let's say it's a yearling doe. You shoot at a yearling doe, and you need that meat to survive. Where are you going the next time you go hunt? The same spot. The same exact right. spot. Right. So many animals are creatures of habit, right? Yes. So our trap line, so same thing, bad. right? Yes. Like those those uh, raccoons, for instance, man, they go from they home have a, to the to the watering hole to a food source, whether that be a cornfield or whatever, right? And it's 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 repeat pattern nightly, you know, yes, nightly every, every night. single night. Which I've I've been down Which? that trapping line before, and it like these guys didn't cover it good enough. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it really is. But you put but a lot you of time think in. Raccoon are a warm blooded animal that have a higher metabolism. They eat more often. Sure. So sure. they do a nightly pattern. Flatheads are a cold-blooded animal that have a slower metabolism. They don't eat every night. Right. They eat when they so need that, to eat. So that pattern doesn't play out nightly, but when he's hungry, he knows where to go. See, and that's sure. where I compare flathead to a mature deer, especially when he gets old enough to where he's big enough that I feel like I could shoot him. Trophies are trophies. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they think a lot alike. Yeah. Like, I, I've, yeah. I've spent a lot of time with... Like I run nine trail cameras yeah. on two different people. If people don't of, steal them, pieces of <laughs> right. I've I had, started the season I've had with nine. <laughs> tree, I've had tree yeah, stands and yeah. trail camera stolen, yes. which 
whatever. That's, you know, people suck. You're gonna deal with it. People, yeah. people suck. suck, right? We, we deal with it all the time. And I've gotten to the point, like flathead fishing. Like I, I'm my goal is to get over a fifty. Just like with deer hunting, I see a lot of hundred and forties, hundred and fifties, hundred and sixties. I want that over 160 range. So yes. So you leave the 140 right. waiting for him, hoping, hoping yes. that gun that someday season someday that's going to be that shotgun season for. or yes. muzzleloader season that somebody ain't going to take out. Yeah. And I've learned over the years that you could do that because the older they get, the smarter they get. It's just like a flathead. Now, is it really smart? You know, I mean, they can't, they can't do frickin' algebra. No, no, <laughs> but, but they can avoid the pressure. They pressure. are wild animals. Right. I have survived by doing this. Right. So they're going to keep doing that. Right. Because we've always talked about you can't give human traits to a wild animal. No. But they are living things that have to survive by their habits. And I didn't want to bring my deer heads because Dawson, he'd get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to, and I know this is more of a fishing podcast, but I wanted to brag in front of him anyway. Yeah, it's fishing and anything else. He wouldn't have remembered it at good. this point. Well, right. Okay, getting back to this fish sauce. Like, is that something that's available to everybody? Not, it will be shortly. Okay. It will be shortly. Because I'm intrigued by it. Just from Dude, your guys' no, standpoint. Look up JB's fish sauce and look up the wax worm and the black magic. It's okay. the best ice fishing add-on. Yeah, you, you'd no appreciate those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, wax worm and black magic work amazing on crappie perch. That's funny because yeah. they got they got some it's like a deer incentive that's called black magic. It's like Deer cocaine and is what they claim. There's, there's a, a. I don't want a deer on cocaine. There's, there's no way I can get him. Right. <laughs> I clocked him at 127 but there is, miles. There is an hour. a bag that you could buy that's called Black Magic, and it's yeah. just a, it's yeah. a White sweetener powder, powder yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it's the same justified. For fishing yeah. or for deer hunting, well, with, I, I with, hope they don't make something for possum. We'd be we'd be screwed. Or <laughs> <laughs> no. if anybody wants to try one, uh, we'll we'll put our endorsement on one for possum. I'll with, tell you, if I set a coyote set, I catch at least three possum before a coyote sees it. <laughs> so it's not available, no. is what you're saying. So, yeah. Well, what I was going to add to your Well, they got to is... fine tune it and perfect it. Before no, they it's. The market. it's so, you close. think it's pretty close? It's close to Not being too on many fine tunes going well, on. Well, I was going to tell you, but you guys keep interrupting me. Time out. <laughs> time, time, time out. Give him a time out. Give him a time out. He might have had some samples for you. Yeah. Who knows? I did. <laughs> <laughs> They've now expired. <laughs> Uh, black magic there's a dip bait that's called black magic also in addition to the black magic sense as far as the the fish uh attractants go hopefully it'll be this spring we'll see you know like it, yeah. a lot of it boils down to so supply. there's still a few there's a supply points. supply chain stuff he doesn't uh, okay. have a large quantity built up yeah so we'll see, you know, and small businesses, things fluctuate. So I don't want to make promises I can't keep. Right. Yes. But when it comes out, get it. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Application wise, like how big of a, 
how big of a bottle, how much, like well, if, if you were to give the directions <clears throat> on the bottle in this podcast, what, what would the directions say in how to use? Rub it on like butter. <laughs> if you, I was going to break... You butter the side of your bait and you squirt a little down the throat. Okay. All if right. I was going to break it down... Squirt a little down the throat. <laughs> That's really weird. It always works. <laughs> always works. <laughs> Follow that, Spencer. <laughs> well, well, it's not going to be in, in, in. It's not going to be on the label. Is that what you're saying? Okay. And, the, and then you got me. <laughs> if it's not going to be, it's not going to be an injector type bottle. It'll be in a wide mouth bottle, so you'll have to dip your bait into it. But um, don't. Gotcha. But and, what? and how What's how the follow? How long will it last on your? bait in the water is the current going to depend on it or like you should only fish a chunk of cut bait for 15 to 30 minutes okay for the most part like a bigger chunk is going to have more scent and then different times a year it's going to stay on your your hook longer so if the water's colder it's going to stay like the scent's going to stay fresher fresher, longer the scent's going to distribute if i'm hungry i mean so then available in like (laughs) what what eight, do you eight, say, like, like six ounce, eight ounce, twelve ounce bottles? Like, how's it coming packaged? Uh, or do you know yet? We know. have eight ounce. I think we have ish. sample sizes. Ish. <laughs> we have sample yeah. sizes. I'd say I'm sorry, but you guys invited me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not knocking you. I just want to know what you're saying. <laughs> I just want to understand. <laughs> I didn't even know you knew gibberish. <laughs> so, so, so you're hoping springtime. Yeah, roughly. We'll see. we'll see. I don't care if you guys can get it or not. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I think I'm good enough, buddies. I should be able to get some of this shit. Yeah. Right. The, re- the reality of the situation of how this scent stuff plays out is, it's not a game like. Game changer. Oh, I was waiting for <laughs> that because you called my podcast that shit, so I was <laughs> to come out. It's not. It's not a game changer. If you if you fish this bait, like let's say Ryan's fishing it and I'm fishing it in a real life scenario. Let's see how this goes. Real life scenario, he's gonna catch five, I'm gonna catch ten. Like that's reality. What? I mean mine are all over forty, but you nav your five and, pounders and, in one. And, and mine are over fifty. <laughs> the difference is if he's using the scent and I'm using the scent, I'm gonna catch ten over fifty, and instead of his five over forty, he's gonna catch eight over forty. I'll take it. I'll take right. It. I'll take no. It. I'll take it all day. Now that was bullshit talk. Like, the like re- yeah, I'm doing the, the math. The, going. the real reality is like you go fishing, you're gonna catch three fish. You use this scent, you're gonna catch four, but. If you, that fourth one's over twenty pounds, you feel like you won the lotto. You right. Know? That's and, and that's with, with this scent. They're not. It, it's a scent that is very natural, and a large fish is not going to be deterred or uninterrupted in how it eats the bait. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's a lot like the ice fishing thing. It's not gonna bring fish in that aren't there. But it it's going to entice them to bite. It may make a fish that yeah, four is, versus three, right? Is sure, sure. is neutral. It may make him take the bait. Yeah, yeah. It's a hey, hedge. Hey, I'm saying ice it's fishing in Iowa. Too. If there if there's just a and s- just a slight edge 
to something, I don't I'm going to do it. I sure. don't even care. As long as I outfish my buddies by one fish, <laughs> it's worth every dollar I spend. That's right. you're right. for. Every that, exactly. Yeah. And anywhere you go with your buddies. Yeah. Nailed don't care. <laughs> By the way, Thanks, you're, you are not wrestling that kid. <laughs> I forbid it. Hey, forbid it. I forbid, dude. I've wrestled you. He is not wrestling you. All right, this is a wonderful time to switch yes. to our last cast. Let's, it's last cast or mumble. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Guys. You're up. I'm Jeremy, sorry, this is your I'm last sorry, cast. We're good, buddy. I'm sorry, but I had a good time. Good, we did too. Well, I mean, this last had a good time. All right, Joby, you're up. This could be my uh, last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the old podcast. <laughs> I would say this one went a lot better than the first one because I, I felt more nerves on the first podcast. You did great but now I'm story. I'm opened up a lot more. Sure, you know. I wish. <laughs> I wish I've learned a lot more on this one too, just from your fish finders and the certain things that you put out for bait. Like my cut bait, from my experiences, I'd never want to do it, but now with the the sauce, the secret sauce, and that's not even. I mean, it's you're putting way too much emphasis on yeah. it than what it is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, sometimes, like. That time I caught that 32, that was the middle bait. It swam by four live baits and ate that cut bait. No sauce. No sauce. No, sauce. no it did. Oh, that it one did. did. That one did. That one did. <laughs> but that's just coincidence. No. Was it Ryan's sauce, though? Well, yeah. I just... <laughs> I was it's bored. not a secret anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Very salty tasting. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Joe. But I also appreciate you guys inviting me back on. We didn't get enough covered through the last podcast, but I really appreciate you guys. And I appreciate the videos and the fishing information that you guys give me behind the scenes to help try to improve my fishing for the flatheads specifically. And I really appreciate it from both of you, to sure. be honest. Yeah. Show your shirt to the camera. Oh, Andy Riley, seed sales. Andy and Jesse Riley, Ribby Island. He knows. <laughs> oh, Rubear. I. You know what's funny about that shirt is I had a Riley seed sale shirt on yesterday. Did you? <laughs> I got I got a couple of them, and a hoodie and. Andy, I'm pissed. I don't own one. Yeah. None. You should be. <laughs> no. You should be pissed. Pissed. You're not as special as me and Spencer. <laughs> I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> the. the reality is like i i taught brent his yeah. son in school and yeah. that's the only reason i have a single shirt why joby has multiples and a sweatshirt i think it's bullshit <laughs> they're carhartt hoodie they're pretty nice uh, but here's the other thing i want to bring up i'm gonna drive by his house on the way home. no one's no knowing that you guys were both teachers like ryan was a substitute teacher that taught me yeah and then you guys don't are blame me for that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm stupid right now, to be honest with you. He yeah, didn't teach two nothing times. right. Yeah, that two times I was a sub. And that, yeah, right. <laughs> Teachers, you guys wrestle, you guys love fishing. To be honest with me, I didn't realize how much characteristics you guys got put together and not knowing 
each other back in the day. But like the the storyline, each other pretty well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I I like we seeing both, both realize that videos. we're each full of shit, so we just <laughs> roll with it. There's a lot of value to that, <laughs> like like which is kind of weird to me though that but you both were teachers. Let's 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 <laughs> let's, let's right? break this no. down a little bit. Like you can have common interests with people and not like them a bit. No. I've met many people who love fishing. I think they're douchebags. Yeah, like right there. <laughs> <laughs> spade a spade. <laughs> we can laugh about it all day, but at the same time, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. You guys are both teachers. We no. both want people to succeed. If, if there's one characteristic Spencer right. to share more than anything else, teaching it's is determination. What I'm no, well, so there's determination. I agree with that 100%. There's also not getting worked up on little things that don't matter. Like you say something that bothers me a little bit. I say something that bothers you a little bit. Neither of us really give a shit in the grand scheme of things. We're buddies and we go fishing. And even above buddies, we're, we're on the same team. Yeah. I want the yeah. best for Spencer. I don't want that, Spencer though. Spencer wants the best for me. I want to be able to see that video where you guys are like, all right, let's do takedowns for a dollar. <laughs> Between I've, you both. Happens. I've beat the shit out of my I, best I, friends I for years. <laughs> Jay? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, when I was at fighting, this point in time, I'm everybody I trained with was some of my best friends. I've beat the shit out of my friends yeah. for years. Going takedowns with Spencer is not a punishment. That's fun. Yeah, it's nothing personal. That's right, the thing. It's like, a good time. Yeah, like you get you're people, gonna hug it out afterwards. People get rat. Well, not even, the bromance is coming alive right yet. now. Okay, I might hump his leg. But we're not gonna <laughs> Spencer. Hey, hey, take me down. You now. need to put that on the podcast. <laughs> no, the the reality of it is, is you nailed it. Like. Just just because you have a physical conflict where you're beating somebody up or somebody's getting beaten up doesn't mean you have to hold a grudge. Like, no. I, I did that for a decade and a half of my entire life where you beat somebody up or you get beat up, and it's okay. Yeah. Because you, you just do it to get better at what you're doing. Like, that's wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. Like all the YouTube videos I've watched, the combo with you guys together is is phenomenal to watch. Well, and you have relatability, so that plays a big part. Right. I don't want to make it, something into a bigger deal than what it is, but you you know us like you're more engaged in the video because like you know us, and then the friendship part of it. Right? Yeah, and then the, the bullshit right. camaraderie part of it. You can relate to it because you're a. a uh, affiliated with it right well you're affiliated and you're an iowa guy like there's no. something to that and i relate so much because you guys kind of partner up on the whole fishing thing and ryan and i trap mm-hmm. together as a partnership as same well. same concept it's yeah. the same concept. i feel bad right? for both of you to be honest i know oh. i kind of suck <laughs> <laughs> but what kind of bottom of the barrel shit <laughs> <are> they running <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, pick me over here. (laughs) My God. We need higher standards in this world. (laughs) Tell my girlfriend that all the time. I'm like, why the hell would you settle? And she don't listen either. No. No. Idiot. Here I am. All of them. (laughs) Hey, but I will appreciate the the old lady from the last podcast I was on that lasagna was phenomenal. <laughs> Did you nail it? 
Right. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Sure. I can't disagree. I had a cheese stick this podcast. Thanks, Elise. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got fed at the last podcast? <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, I was going to bring sandwiches for all yeah. of us, but the that place. That was our plan. That was our plan. It's, Joby, it's I talked the to Joby. That matters. I talked to Joby today. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll bring pulled pork, pork, pork sandwiches. And I wasn't for sure if anybody likes spicy or and sweet. And yet I'm starving. But I was going to split and half Dawson, and half. And Dawson can't even talk. He can't even <laughs> Jer- it's all Joby's fault. All Joey's it's fault. all Joey's fault. I'm sorry, uh, listeners, but right. it's Joey's fault. All right, let's Jay, Jay, you're up next. Uh, um, no, I mean this is what my third podcast. It's always fun um, hanging out with you guys and just laughing, telling stories. That's what this is all about. Um, so no, for for me right now, this time of year, um, you know, we're trying to kind of shift gears a little bit. So Ryan and I got trapping season around the corner. And it'll sneak up faster than we think. It does. We are we are professional right professional procrastinators. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, legitimate, yes. per- That's very very good. So, what we've got to do, and and I'm I'm helping my dad and my brother through harvest. So I'm going to be staying up here. I'm I'm staying here at the house for the week. Um, but That's yeah, true, bromance right we, there. Yeah, we've got to get together and we've got to get ready for oh. trapping season because it, it it never fails. Opening day hits and we kind of scramble around trying to get things ready to go. But um, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, November is just around the corner. So here yes, we are doing is. this here, and right. we're already a week in October right. already, and it's like, holy cow, we're we're not ready. Yet. You haven't done anything, right? We've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're right on schedule. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're ahead of schedule. <laughs> We'll we'll be still on schedule tomorrow and the yeah. next week, you know. And, and Root's coming, you know. So, but no, for 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 Rut's for coming. me, that's kind of what I'm at. And then, and I'm already kind of thinking ice fishing, actually. You know, I mean, we just went to the river a few weeks ago, and I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Like, man, if it gets cold out, I kind of do a little more ice fishing this year. Do it know? on the river. The river is fun. If it's yeah. low and it's cold, and you get good ice. You can do some fun things. That, well, was it last year or two years ago? Um, Ryan and I were trapping. We got a call, and and they were um, my dad and the guy who doesn't live too far from here were spearing carp and guards Dude, and garbage fish. I Catching, heard about have, that. Now, have you have you done this before? Catching channel it's a blast. No, I'm not saying that. Like, that I'm sure it's a blast, way. but that's great. Catching channel cats through the ice on the river. So I've done it on the rivers and the lakes, and when I was into ice fit i've never been that much into ice fishing who am i kidding i hope i, I would really <laughs> so like I, to be able to go with this group ice fishing well, to be honest with you so what i'm what i was getting at with ice fishing is when i decided i'm going to get into ice fishing to the extent that i got into it i'm going to devote myself to the channel cat of course i, I yeah it, i it, would i would like to do that too sometime i think well, it'd be a blast so what i was getting at is river ch- like lake channel cats are snobs you can you have your bait down there and i've had days where buddy with live scope like sees every fish and identifies every single fish that swims by and you get snubbed by legitimate a hundred freaking catfish another reason why i want the live scope some of them are freaking huge so well then then you lead to a certain level of frustration because you have literally a hundred five to 15 pound channel cats that look at your bait and keep swimming and don't give a shit. But the right. ones, ones on the river, 
they give a shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they, like you, on on the lake, you'll you'll hold your bait and they swim by and you don't know if they hit it or not, and then you kind of lift it and the rod tip bends and then you set the hook. And the, yep. And then you where on the river they hit it and the rod tip goes blink. That's mine. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no there's no question it. So, Especially when the water's so low. Well, that's the only the, time where you can That's the only really, time. Well, right. Really be safe. I feel like it's Oh, give, this, give him the microphone. We're at this point in time. It's a drought. We're fishing pools. Yeah. We're fucking fishing pools right now. <laughs> which <laughs> we're fishing Which, which we're in fishing the water. Pools. It, in fi- the winter. We're fishing most of the time. That's that's and, where you're fishing. And yeah. We know where the pools are at. We do. There's three if, of them am in this I county. Fish them? There's three of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right, right. No. It's bow hunting season. <laughs> Which I I like that fishing part of it, but I've noticed on my auger there's still a dole factor when I'm using my auger that doles my blades quicker than using lake you know, drilling holes in a lake. Like they, they dole the blades dole quicker on a river yes. versus a lake. I, like I, I think suppose the ice is nice still, still, dirtier. still yeah. a little bit of debris that's freezing could, up as I it goes. Totally see that. That. I, I have not personally noticed that. Not <laughs> saying it ain't real, but it's just something. There's I probably some facts to it. Right. When, when my dad and, and his buddy were down on the river spear and carp and gar and stuff, you don't auger anything. It's chainsaw. And you just cut out a trough, you know, maybe eight foot wide and two foot, two foot by eight foot. Push that ice down, let it float away, and you got this big hole. And so when we got the call, hey, come down here and spear fish, right? And so, um, yeah, yeah, we're like, all right, we're on our way. I'm in. But the funny thing is, we get down there and the trucks are parked and everything, walk on the ice. We're like, well, where is everybody? And they're gone. Like, well, did they fall in? Like, what? Where is everybody? And so I called Dad, and I'm like. Well, where are you at? He goes, are you guys ready? What do you mean, are you ready? We've never done this before. We don't know what in the hell he's you talking about. You were involved, too? Oh, yeah. And so we, we, he goes, well, pick up a spear. And we're like, what spear? They're in the back of the truck. Oh, we didn't get any. So we go back to the truck, grab spears, come back to the river. He goes, just stand over that trough and just wait. And we're looking at each other like idiots. It's like a snipe what? Like, like, there's yeah. no way. Like, there's no way. Like, exactly. Like, what are we falling for, right? But, right. but we see a pile of carp, like... You can feed eagles for a month on these pile of carp. Like, well, they're obviously spearing fish. Well, around the corner and upstream, um, they got like hose and rakes and stuff, and they just kind of walk up down the river and just drag it across the ice. And scare them to a certain you, spot. And it's like and a deer you, drive. It's like, like a deer drive. And deer. And you're moving these fish, and you're standing over this little trough, just kind of waiting. And then all of a sudden, you see a fish go by. Like, oh, oh, you're almost scared. Like, there's a carp. Right? Did you see a carp? Well, yeah, I just saw one go by too. What are we supposed to do? We'll stab it, you know? And you're like, all right. And then we miss. We pull back out, and I didn't get nothing. And then finally, hit him. Jeez, I think I got one. You pull it out and throw it in the ice, and I tell you what, it's a lot of fun. Right? I, believe that. I would like to. I would, I would like fun. to experience it. It, it was, was an absolute blast. We had no idea what we were getting into. Jay got a gar. Oh, I, got I got a gar. The first same. first stab was like, well, "That's a yes. gar." We threw it out. Yes, it's a blast. So my so much fun. The same thing so much to fun. me. He led you on a snipe hunt. <laughs> led me on a snipe hunt. <laughs> Chopped ice through the hot. Chainsaws were happening, and we were running mowers. 
We were running mowers <laughs> up and down the fucking ice. Mowers? You were Lawn on a, like a, mowers. a riding lawn. You were on no, the we were not, No, <laughs> we were running mowers up and down the ice with... Were they push mowers or were they riders? They were push mowers. So you would be a lot cooler if they were riders. They would. <laughs> I'm a bad... <laughs> Zero turn. turn on the ice. Right? I'm sorry, but my dad was not going to let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> it had been a lot cooler if he did. That's good. But at the no. same time, we, they were like... Damn fish. <laughs> it 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 was a blast. It You're made... so drunk, it cracks me up. <laughs> and and completely legal in Iowa. I love so you too, stabbed the, Being the, drunk the, and at the same time they the were stabbing what is fish. It? <laughs> the the gar, the carp, kind of the rough you know, fish. The rough Fine. fish. Totally legal to spear in Iowa. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So unlimited. Blast. Yeah. Okay. You can kill See, as many I as you want. I love that idea. Yeah. There's no limit. You pop, pop I want out. invited on that next one. Oh, we, we'll that's the only time I've ever done it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, ne- it's a bucket list thing for me, just we, like when we, our last podcast about bow fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've looked into that pretty hard. It's hardcore, a very so attainable one. bucket list thing. Yes. So you should not wait. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, because when I think of obstacles for bucket list things, I think of finances, where for you, it's just time. So just allocate some time and freaking do it. So right. you literally go. But you also got to know the people that do it, though, you, too. You don't have of, to, but we, it does make sense. I don't, I don't, I don't but, have a spear. I mean, I got a chainsaw, but I don't but, have. But listen, you go the spear's to. Spear's an important the knowledge. Part. Right. It's an important right. part. Because I don't have any it, of that or the knowledge of. You know, do you go in six foot of water? Do you go in? We the, were in probably nah. two foot of water, but they do have to have already a spear with it. the. You go blow with the barb because you got to be able to pull the fish back out. You know, so you There's go no blow, rope hook to it. You go no, you go blow a deep hole. You find two foot of water. You send your buddies up past the deep hole. You push them out of the deep hole to two foot of water. I got my buddy right and here. You stab them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And it's cool. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and cool. the bald eagles love it. Uh, yeah, and right. When, when you hit one, you hit that, you know, the, the carp have that air bladder, you know. And when you hit it, there, like, there's an air bubble that comes up when you get a good one. You know, there's an air bubble. It's like, oh, then you know you got one. You just kind of hold it down and a very satisfying amazing. <laughs> air bubble. It is. It's fantastic. Slaughtering at its finest. It, it is. It is. I slaughter. like that word right there. <laughs> slaughtering. But it, it, but it is. It's fun. Yeah, it was. It was a blast. But the funny thing is, we went to one of the three deepest holes in this county. Never once chased a channel cat. Never once chased a flathead past our trough. They probably didn't give a shit about your rakes. Probably it was, it was sucker, and it was carp, Where and it was gar. Gar. There's those three. Really? That's all you'd yep. see. Yep. Yep. Wouldn't yeah. see anything I was just else. hoping to see this fifty go by, and I just, just of course, let him swim. Right. But yeah, I wanted yeah. to see him. Yeah. I'd like to do fun. it. If you guys do it again, no, I, we got the spot set yeah. up. So the ice has got to be obviously thick enough to support you right. and stuff like that. Which but it's starting off to a good season if the weather's already well, dropping and, now. And we probably need the river to come up a little bit. I wish it's it would. pretty low right now. Everything's like, you, low. Mm, you can walk across and not get your ankles wet right. in a lot of spots right now. I don't so. like it. I so honestly need a don't shadow. Like it. What do you what do you think that'll do for fish going winter? Do they find holes deep enough to i'm glad you brought that up or do you think the water level is low as it is what do you think fish mortality is towards flathead population what's your thoughts i don't think low water matters that much and to add credence to that concept 
think of all the ponds that have six feet of water that don't freeze out. And we're talking about bass. Yeah. We're talking about bluegills. I've seen a lot of those, though. I think the the same thing, especially in a river, because you've got current, and I think oxygen is probably more important than anything. 100%. And so if you've got some flow... But that's what you think. That's not necessarily reality. Well, I'm just just giving you my thoughts. You correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Flathead in the wintertime, the metabolism slows down. So the flathead doesn't need to eat as much. It just needs to. They don't eat at all, or don't eat at all. Whatever they need to do to kind of. That's not what I hibernate, but they're going to slow down that metabolism. So as long as they've got some flow and some oxygen, and that water temperature gets cold, they go into that. Not hibernation, but you know what I'm saying. Kind of that dormant hibernation phase, and then when the water water warms up, they go back at it. But do you think the water can get so cold? Do they get in a spot where they don't have enough water to survive that there's a first mortality? Or do you think that they find a spot that's deep enough or in a hole or whatever and they just kind of shut down like a like a turtle or, you know, a bullfrog or, you know, all these other species that They're they don't freeze to death either. Blooded. They're all cold-blooded animals. What are your thoughts? I don't think flatheads are the fish you got to worry about. I think flatheads are one of the more resilient fish in the Midwest and all the way across North America, and mm-hmm. they're going to be just fine. I they, agree. I, I bring up the pond with that's six feet deep that doesn't freeze out as an example, and granted, some do, but I've never seen one that's froze out. So based off of my personal observations, I'm going to bet that 90 to 95% of them don't freeze out. So you figure each six foot hole with the water as low as it is right now, like fish are trapped. Mm-hmm. Like there's a spot that I hold near and dear to my heart that is an, that at certain water levels is a prime flathead wintering hole. And if we got a bunch of rain and the water came up three feet, the fish would pile they would in there. all go there. Like it would be dumb. If the water came up 12 feet, they mm-hmm. would all head downstream to a reservoir. Sure. And they would they would go past that hole and not think p- twice, but if it came up three feet, they're all piling in. And then the fishing would be uh, freaking amazing. But it's now so Now and low. next spring. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Because they'd still be there for a while. Yes. yes. But it's so low, they, ain't even, they can't they even... Can't they, move. Can't, no, yeah, they can't like, move. Yeah. Like the, the top mm-hmm. end and the bottom end of those hole, of that particular hole, is three inches. Three inches deep at the max. Yeah. 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 And I made it in my jet boat somehow. Right. (laughs) Go fast and don't slow down, right? Those fish are dreaming of that spot. Yeah. But they'll never get get there. there. Right, right. So they will they will eat all winter long on them fish then? No. Or they just nope. shut down. They lay in the bottom. They do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, their um, metabolism completely changes. I'm, I'm glad we brought that up because I've noticed farm ponds, certain lakes that you see a lot of shad that need that oxygen, that need to be able to... Shad are so finicky. They're, right. They're a... Un, there are and not I, a fish let's, let's, that's fair They're tough to, to keep alive in a bait tank. Let let's alone, let's focus on a species and not a concept. Because... Shad number one, hands down, every pond or lake that I've seen, or majority of the fish that are dead after a winter kill, that's what's laying on the bank. So my point being is a grizzly bear is not a white-tailed deer. 
They're both mammals. They're both large, but a grizzly bear hibernates. A white-tailed deer is active all winter. So to to say they're the same thing is ignorant. Just right. as to mm-hmm. say that a flathead catfish and a blue catfish are the same critters is ignorant. Even though they're both catfish, one is omnivorous, one is extremely optimistic, one is extremely uh, active in colder water temps, whereas a flathead is they're dormant. They just lay there. Okay. You know, I, I've I've what caught, about bullhead? Bullheads are also omnivorous, different critters. They function differently. Like I've seen some of them done in certain ponds yeah. and lakes. Well, I've I've seen a, a bullhead get caught through the ice, but mm. it's they're they're not the same species. You know, like they have different requirements. They have evolved for different mm-hmm. like <clears throat> to take advantage of different opportunities where. A flathead has evolved to fill a totally different void, a totally different niche. But moral of the story is flatheads, I don't believe they eat in cold water. I don't know why it's a controversy. All the science suggests, like if you boil down to the real hardcore science, everything supports that they don't. I'm very open to the concept that this is incorrect. I would love for it to be incorrect because I'd love to be able to fish for flatheads. 12 months out of the year in the Midwest. <laughs> right, right, right. But everything I'm seeing doesn't support that. Everything that um, all the science doesn't support it. So right. I'm, I'm just of the of – the- I like to hear that, to be honest with you, because that's, that's the only fish in the river system besides walleyes, which in our river system here locally is not as good as the river that's – 20 miles away sure you know so i'm intrigued more for that river for my toothy critters and i hope that the flatheads in our area can make that yeah they will they'll be they'll be fine and the walleyes probably will too like think of all the flatland reservoirs or lakes that like in the dakotas that are very 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 shallow that you think of as perch lakes but they have a good walleye population where it freezes. You know, it's like eight feet deep, and you have three feet of ice over the top, and the walleyes are still fine. See, that's where I'm – the fishery from those states to our states way different. Right. So like my point they, being That's a specific fish. Perch and walleye is hands down a fishery, and the Dakotas that I fish are a target fish, and they – go overboard on them species and sloughs and lakes and whatever. But, so they, survive. but they survive. That's, that's sure. the thing. That Some really do. Most you need do. to quit saying the shit that I say because that's fucking weird. <laughs> well, I hate to bring reality into He's this. He's just way. agreeing with you. Cause... <laughs> but my, my point being is I think everything – the the sick fish, the old fish, and the young fish will be susceptible to issues, but it natural be, selection, natural selection, yeah. and I think it'll be okay. Like I'm yeah. not talking just flatheads, I'm talking walleyes, I'm talking everything. You know, I think they'll be okay. Now, do I want I after tomorrow? Because I got my last guide trip tomorrow. Do I want three foot of rain? Yes. Between now and it yes. freezes. Yes, hundred percent. I would love that too. These waters need flushed out. Yes. That's the natural progress. And of, water. Of getting, 
of getting away the impurities, recycling naturals fresh cycle. We need fresh. We yeah. need we need water. Yeah. Because it's getting ugly. It's gross. Yeah. It's low. All right. So my last cast, we have Bigfoot Bushcraft promo code Spencer Bauer, fifteen percent off badass fire starters and Waterland sunglasses. Promo code RC15, 15% off. Badass sunglasses. A lot of badasses. And yeah. the fish sauce is on the way. Yeah. And the yeah. fish sauce is on the way. It's not all on Corey's, me. No, of course. Good, <laughs> good crap. And hopefully he uh, he gets his reward. I'm intrigued by it. a lot of work in it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's, but, it's but not. But look at his stuff for ice fishing. Look at look at. Know. Hey, wax worm and black once magic. you guys told me it's it's implanted in the brain, dude. <laughs> like just watching your guys' videos has already done that. But once I know it works for a guy that I know, it's more believable to me sure, than sure, watching sure, something sure. else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's no game changer. <laughs> you were almost there. You were almost there. You know how bummed I was when I seen that the name of the podcast game changer. Well, it was I had to. It was I had to. Right. So I would have been disappointed if it hadn't been. Game I'm gonna leave us on a story that happened last Saturday when I was on a guide trip. Hand me a beer first. So you know, Joby's been saying you guys' videos and. A lot of people say, oh, you're river certified and all this stuff, which I am not. Spencer poured his life into building this brand. 100%. And I have had the enjoyment of being a very small part of that. So I was at the bridge, past the bridge where I've been fishing my guide trips lately because it's one of three spots within three hours of my house. My boat can actually get wet. <laughs> and it can get in the water. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So Fair I was enough. there. Right. And I was baiting up. We had just quit daytime fishing, pulled onto the sandbar, was getting out rods for the nighttime setup. And the the people I was guiding, what is that guy doing? They said. And I looked up on the bridge, and it's a it's a highway. It's a major highway that has a lot of traffic. (laughs) There was a suburban stop with a guy in the back with binoculars saying, that's Ryan. Look, that's Ryan. (laughs) We were certified. That's Ryan. You can hear him saying that. (laughs) So I look up and wave and he's like, I told you that was Ryan. (laughs) So if that was you last Saturday, I appreciate it. But don't they steal my spot because we didn't catch nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Didn't that's pretty cool. Honestly, that's awesome. That's but fantastic. I am not river certified. Spencer has built his life. He's the main that. man, right? I'm, and I am very lucky that have been able to share a small part of that. But half the time, I'm not even. River certified. <laughs> but it's That's awesome being recognized from from something like that. So. It, it, it That's is pretty cool. cool. Yes. Like if anybody sees me and apparently Ryan, like <laughs> stop by, say hi. Like it's so cool to meet somebody who has a common interest. Right. Like that's right. the biggest yeah. thing to me. I'm, yes. not, I'm never going to snub anybody cuz the, the reality is what are you going to talk about? Fishing. Right. <laughs> I freaking right. love talking yeah. about fishing. Right, yeah. right. Ever since you started this, the name blew up. The River Certified yeah. is phenomenal. 
to be honest with you. Because even when I go somewhere, whether I'm in South Dakota with my kayak and I got that River Certified sticker, somebody has to say something. Do you know that, Spencer? Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> you honestly, that? every cool, time so cool. I go to a boat ramp, everybody's like, oh, are you part of River Certified or do you know Spencer? I'm like... I know, <laughs> you know, episodes. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But it's just the the logo and the the river certified is the sole sales pitch of that because everybody wants to be river certified. Honestly, I mean, anybody fishes a river. Wants to be <laughs> not even, not even that. Though. I, it's I just... took a picture with a baby at Casey's, <laughs> not more than a week ago. Are you you joking? Or... No, that's... no. Yeah. Truthfully, I believe it. Like, hey, Dude, you I, wouldn't I, believe how much it's blown up just by. It's done really I well. got a sticker on my boat. I'm not even affiliated, really, besides a sticker. But we're buddies, <laughs> right? Like, that makes. Sense. I know, but it's every person I've ran into. Knows River Certified. Dude, it's it's freaking sweet, to yeah. be honest with you. No, it you is. guys have done really good. And it's it's neat to see people catch fish, and then they ask, am I River Certified now? You know, oh, when they catch that. I love cool. that. Yes, I love that. that's right? the part like, I like, fantastic. too. Right. Good for you guys. You right. guys that are out there hitting the water and catching the species. And wanting to get that title. And they're looking really for a certified, title. right? And you know what? And what does that title mean? Maybe it means something different to everybody. Everybody. Maybe, maybe that first flathead. I'm ready for certified. Good for you. You damn right. Channel you cat. Are, right? Um, yeah, catch that channel cat. I don't care what it is. You know, anything it's your first river. Fishing, and you catch something in the river, and you ask yourself, "Am I river hey. certified?" The, the answer is, you damn right. You. Are. Hey, let's drink to that river certified. Yeah, that's a good you one. Are. You're river certified. A little toast. To River Certified. I agree. Cheers. Cheers. Joby beat us. Good work, buddy. Good work. Good I'm proud awesome. of you. I really am. And You're... on a side note, out of two cases of beer, we have three. Yeah, look left. at the table. Three. <laughs> three <laughs> and beers. On Boy, that we don't note, even know. How, Jeremy's not even here. <laughs> three. He's passed out in the grass right now. Guaranteed. <laughs> on that note. It was a fun podcast. It's Ryan's going to have a joy editing this. And yeah. How thanks. many beeps are there going to be? It's not going to be out for at hey, least two weeks. You want to bet the over-under on 30? <laughs> <laughs> thanks for taking time to, li- to get half my money back. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for taking time to listen. Hope you all catch a giant. Thanks, Love you, guys. Love you guys. Thanks, everybody. Now in Waypoint TV's 2023 series showdown, your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head to head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the series showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and Vote Trader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.